What's up, everybody? This is Antrell Roll, and you are now listening to Lemon City Live. Check it out. What's up? Fresh is our turn, baby. <laughs> oh, no! Stop being a bitch. Oh, yeah. Back at it again? Back at it. Welcome to the late night with the lemon tuchies. Yeah, man. <laughs> Doing some new stuff for you, so hopefully uh, you appreciate it. If not, go fuck yourself. Hey, you know. Nah, we, like we love you. We love you anyways. Yeah, bro. And uh, anyway, welcome <laughs> to the show. That is the one and only producer fungus. Continuing his streak. Up Yay. to 136 episodes. This is Lemon City Live podcast, episode number 136. That's right. It's Tuesday night. It's a little late night with the lemon tuchies. That's how we like to do it here. Bring you the we're the we're the we're the overnight shift. Oh yeah, <laughs> we're the overnight shift here. That's when you're right, driving man. home. Hello, guys. Me and my boy Fresh. Fresh. Yeah. Yiggity yeah. But before we start, let me remind everybody that the Lemon City Live podcast is brought to you by Magic City Casino. We're still good. Yeah. Oh, okay. I got a mad echo here. So do I. <laughs> Not sure why. All good. Well, anyway, the Lemon City Live podcast is brought to you by Magic City Casino and Magic City Highlight. Live the high life. The fastest game in the world has come to Magic City, showcasing the best features of the sport, combined with the state-of-the-art court and talents of our very own homegrown athletes for a highlight experience like never before. Remember, live highlight returns to the Magic City Casino July of 2019. But there is going to be a preview weekend, April 6th and 7th. Oh. Okay, so look out for an announcement, sneak peek. At Magic City's highlighted second season. So that's coming up in April. He's so hot right now. So hot right now. That's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, man. But um, anyway, Gus, this is, I don't know if I can do this. Yeah. Want to just take off the headphones? I don't know, man. I don't know. We could, we could, we could, give us a second here on the Facebook Live. We can fix this for the audio, but you got a, you got a fix there? I'll talk to the people here. No, I don't, I honestly don't know why. You don't know why? No. Okay. <laughs> All right. We're having a little technical difficult. Oh, it's getting a little bit. No, it's not getting better. It's the same. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, guys, on today's show, we got a good show. It's just Gus and I today doing the overnight shift. And uh, our boy TD is uh, celebrating the off season. He just finished the long, treacherous first season of Highline. And he's happily resting in the comforts of his own home in Georgia, back home. Yep. So, TD, we miss you. Enjoy, uh, enjoy the family time. We'll see you soon. ATL shouting. ATL. <laughs> and um, <laughs> let's see here. And a special hello to our Facebook Live listen, uh, viewers. That's the word, right? Viewers, viewers yeah. yeah. They are uh, joining us here. Like I said, we're live on Facebook. Find us at facebook.com slash Lemon City Live. Pretty much at Lemon City Live on any type of social media, including MySpace for those that have asked. We don't have anything on there, but it is. It's there. It's there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anyway, it's... um. Today is Tuesday, December, what's day? The 4th, fourth, right? Yeah. Yo, this what? day, this year's just gone, bro. This year? Yeah, man. The whole life. It went by crazy. Life at this point in our lives, bro, like, yeah. it, just, it goes so fast. It doesn't slow down. When Once you pass 30, it's just... 30, bro. I've been feeling like this since the 20s, man. Really? Yeah, I feel like the last hmm. time life was slow, and it was like, it was high school. Yeah. I felt like high school took forever, you know? Yeah, that's true. I did college. I did everything else after. Everything goes by just so much quicker. 
even my time in the Navy. Shout out to uh, the Navy peeps out there. Yep. Navy beat Army this week. Thank you for your service. Yeah, you know. Oh, yeah? Oh, they Navy, no, they're they're playing this week. It's the big Army-Navy game oh, okay, this okay. weekend. Yeah, nice. they do it after the championship games, oh. so it's like the only game on. Oh, okay. I yeah, didn't know that. Cool. Yeah. I wonder why they do that. Not sure, but um, I don't know the history of it. I'm not going to pretend like I do, but uh, <laughs> Army's got some dope-ass uniforms. Yeah? They got some nice-looking black uh, infantry number one tribute. Nice. The Navy ones look pretty yep. good. Army's West Point, right? Yeah. Okay. And uh, But the Navy one's from a few years ago. Oh, wow. oh man! Should have had a picture from it. What are they like? Blue and gold? Maybe? Oh no! Well, they every year for this game they wear some crazy stuff. But a uh-huh. few years ago, they turned it into where it looked like their dress uniforms. Okay. And they had this line on the helmet like that, so it looked almost like if the hat was like the navy hat, you know? Oh the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The officer's hat. Yeah. And it just looked bad as fuck, dude. It was just like it looked like Top Gun when they're in their dress whites, you know, and they're all looking pretty. Uh-huh. And they, bro, they 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 smoked the uh, army that year. That's good. Man. Really, really good. Lag um, went away. I don't know if you noticed. Huh? Lag went away. Live went away? The lag. Oh, the lag. Yeah, yeah look at that. Look at that. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> Didn't even notice. How about that? Um, just letting our technology catch up. Yep. Anyway, um, once again, oh, what I, like I was saying, so the game is this weekend, and it should be a good one. I, I really don't even know the records of both teams, but it's always a good thing. And at the end of the game, it's a nice tradition where both teams come together, and uh, they celebrate and do their stuff together. It's 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 nice. It's... um. It's a rivalry, but a gentleman's rivalry. Does that oh, make right. sense? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, it's Tuesday, December 4th. And like I was saying, bro, time just goes by so quick, man. Even my time in the Navy took uh, was fast. Does you that know mean we I... could watch it at a gentleman's club? Huh? Does that mean we could watch it at a gentleman's club? Oh, absolutely. All right. I'll see you that. Saturday. <laughs> um, and, uh, but no, man, uh, you don't feel like, you, you feel like at 30 was when life started going fast? I don't know. Nah, no. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, I guess. Whatever. Anyway, on today's show, speaking of good-looking uniforms, we're going to talk Miami Dolphins. Rocking the sweet throwbacks this week. Very, very nice. And uh, unfortunately, another uniform-related news, the uh, Miami Heat ditched their uniforms. Yeah. They've played the last two games, although they lost tonight. Yeah. To Orlando. So there goes your theory. So there goes the theory. Um, (laughs) I think they're they're just just bad. bad. Yeah, Yeah. they're just bad. They're bad. Can't win anything. Can't win with them. Can't win without them. You know, one of those things. Yeah. Hold on. Let me... uh, Pull up my tangent, but but why? So they, how many games did they play with the red jerseys now and on the vice court? Do you know? Well, they've they they've won I think two straight with the red jerseys. What? Well, uh, well, they they had before today, yeah, uh-huh. before today's game. Okay, man, what a bunch of gaga. Yeah, they got a bad sucks. team. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I think Dra- is Dragic still? I think Dragic is still. Well, Dragic was out, and yeah. uh, I think uh, Dirty S- Beige was out. Dirty Sprite. Dirty Sprite. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, was he was out. out. Um, yeah, it was one of those things. But yeah. anyway. Digress. We're not going to talk too much heat today. It's just, it is what it is. The heat is just nothing fun. But I do want to talk a little football. Uh huh. A little football because, like I said, the Dolphins were the best dressed. We're going to do a little phonies and bullies of the week. Yep. Want to do that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, additionally, we got, we're going to try some new stuff out on the show here. We got some, uh, we got some post game audio from, from the, from the Bills. Dolphins game on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Dolphins versus Bills game. So, Dolphins played the Bills. It was great. So hey. we were there. It was fun. Check out the uh, recap that Gus wrote and pictures that I took over at LemonCityLive.com. Great content, video, Great. interviews. Got everything, man. We even got Dan Marino in there. You That's know right. What I'm saying? Jason That's Taylor right. was on it before the game, mm-hmm. along with four other guys. Mark Duper. Gus talked to Mark Duper. We, we had a good time. It was really uh, a lot of fun. Yeah. So hopefully, we'll be out there this weekend again for the Patriots. We'll be there this weekend. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Um, but anyway, uh, speaking of Dolphins, before I get into that, I wanted to talk about a little local news here. Yeah. Little uh, local flavor for our for our viewers, 
And uh, oh, yeah. getting a little visual lag on the feed there. We're yeah. Getting, yeah. Sorry about that, guys. Well, I apologize. Just bear with us. Our connection is, uh, I don't know. We're, maybe, we're trying out new stuff today. Well, maybe your internet sucks. It could be. It could be. <laughs> Not your I internet. I mean, whoever's whoever's getting that leg, who is yeah. it? I mean, <laughs> Who's complaining about the leg? Uh, Just say the first name. Roy. 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 Your, your internet sucks, Roy. Your internet, it's your internet. What we're, can I tell we're, you? We're, we're running really great stuff here. Yeah, The bro. best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, in local news, man, and... Uh, Going from a very pretty thing like the Dolphins throwback uniforms uh-huh. to something atrocious, um, <laughs> the city of Little Havana released a uh, what they're they 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 came up with a flag for the city. Yeah, and man, let me see if I could pull this up here because I wanna mm-hmm. I wanna have the actual. Um, here, I'll share it. I'll share it on the feed. You for share the fans. it on the feed, and I, I want to read some of these comments that were that oh came out. That was uh, the one and only uh, Cindy the intern there in the background, but uh, (laughs) apparently they they, the city of Little Havana decided, hey, we need a flag for the city. The city of Miami has a flag. Do you know the colors of it? It's uh, orange and green. Orange and green. Yeah, and has a little white, I think. Yeah, and then has a palm tree in the middle of the seal. Yeah. Uh, so cities do have it. It's not a weird thing to do. What is weird about this is what they chose to go with as the flag. It's it's yeah. described by the uh, Miami New Times as this flag is hideous. It's a flag that includes 22 other flags plus one rooster. That's what that's how they described <laughs> it. So if you look at this flag, and uh, I think, Gus, you got the picture up there for the yep, viewers? Yeah, it's okay. up there. Um, so the flag has this, uh, it's like a, it's an American flag that looks like it's waving. So it's a flag, it's a picture of a flag that's waving on an actual flag. And then there's another picture of the Cuban flag that's waving on the flag underneath it. And then there's just a cock in the middle. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Just one big giant cock. I don't know. I don't <laughs> get it. Yeah, just exactly. Very, very, uh, very, very strange. Oh, there it is. Little Havana. And then the saying yeah. is Little Havana, USA, the one with freedom. I don't know if people thought it was the one without freedom. Yeah. <laughs> prior to that, but it, there's the there's the lovely flag. And as you can see, there's... 22 other country flags going around that you can see Venezuela, Uruguay, Dominican Republic, Peruvian flags there. Holler to the Peruvians. Yeah, you like that. Uh, so shout out to all the Peruvians. Um, <laughs> oh, this guy, uh, Roy says he does have a wooden modem. Oh, so there you it go. could be his, uh, his internet connection. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, this thing is, oh, bro, dude, this thing is disgusting, man. It really, really, really is. But, the crazy thing is, they. I was looking at the pictures of the ceremony when they, you know, announced yeah. it and the unveiling, and I just want to know who's the guy that said, "You know what? That looks good." Because it had to have been some like super guanaso guy who was like, "Oh, of course, this thing it looks good, man. Let go with it, push it forward." You know, like <laughs> it's just it's seriously one of the ugliest but things. I don't I've understand ever seen. why Little Havana gets its own flag. It's not a municipality in itself. It's just. I don't know that yeah, area right now, of Miami. Of yeah, the now city we're going into the technicalities of it. I, I don't get it, um, but it is what it is. That's if that's the case. I want my neighborhood to get it. Yo, flag. Lemon City. We got to make the official Lemon City flag. That's true. You know what? I wonder if Lemon City has a flag. If not, we know what it's gonna look like. Oh, for sure. It's just how about we do like a? Should we do the white flag? No, no, black flag with uh with the logo in the middle. The ah, circle black flag to kill the cockroaches. To kill the cockroaches, man. <laughs> you know, we squash out all those cock... Dude, it's not even a... I mean, the chicken or the rooster looks funny. I'm looking at this picture. Yeah, man. Oh, that's true. Good point. We need a waving lemon. Yes. We should just mock... <laughs> uh, oh, I thought you meant like 
a, a lemon with arms and he's uh, waving at you. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little say, hey, welcome to Lemon City. <laughs> Enjoy your stay. But anyway, um, <laughs> so yeah, that's that's what it is. I mean, I, I'd like if you're, if you're watching this and you've seen the video, man, give us some comments. Tell us what you think about that horrible flag. Because um, cause that thing, I, I couldn't, like, it's just, it hurts my eyes to see it, bro. That thing is just bad. Yeah. But, again, that's bad. But on today's show, we're going to talk about good stuff. And we had some good mixed with some bad. But the good was the Dolphins won. They looked right. good. They looked good when they won. They played. They looked mm-hmm. good, like, aesthetically. They didn't, aesthetically. Like, they didn't, aesthetically. They didn't absolutely. play well. Yeah, they didn't play well. <laughs> it was a hard game to watch. Final score was 21-17. But there were some key takeaways from the game. And, you know, I actually, because I haven't told you about this, but I was actually thinking prior to today's show, I was like, you know what? I'm usually the one that bashes um, Tannehill. Uh-huh. I'm usually the one that bashes Gase. And I'm not saying that you defend them, but you're more likely to give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. But I was thinking... What if I, I was like, let me put myself in Gus's shoes. Well, if you read my article. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't do a lot of defending. You didn't do a lot of it. But I figured, you know, usually the, uh, the vibe is that. So yeah. I was like, you yeah, know yeah. what? Let me, let me try to put myself in your size eight and a half shoes and see how, what it would feel like. And I realized it was a very tight feeling. That sometimes I nine. Sometimes Dep- nine. Depending sometimes on the sneaker. Benefiting the nines. Um, oh, yeah. There we go. Uh, welcome, Eddie, for joining. Thanks for joining. And um, it was just one of those things where I was like, you know, let me try and be an uh, uh, let me try to be the arbiter or the contrarian to what mm-hmm. seems to be the overwhelming feeling with a lot of people in Miami right now, like our friend Big O, like, yeah. our, like a lot of our other friends, a lot of people on social media, everybody, including myself. My my actual self says, yo, we got to get rid of Tannehill. We got to yeah. get rid of Gase. This whole thing is a fuck up. So you're going to argue against yourself right I'm now. I'm going to argue against myself. I'm going to do a little it. bit of warning, like uh-huh. uh, like in um, Biggie Smalls. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, or is no. Give me the loot. Sorry, not warning. Give me the loot. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to myself. I'm going to use the same voice. I, All right. <laughs> I'm not talented <laughs> like that. Um, anyway, my, my gripe is that I started thinking. I was like, you know what? Let me try and make a case for why this is not that bad. Being yeah, a bitch. I'm being a bitch, but you know, <laughs> um, and I'm trying to, I was trying to be fair and I'm looking at the record. What's our record now? Six and six, six and six. What's our record at home? Five and one, five and one. Yeah. Five and one. I think that's very telling. I think that that shows that when the, when the elements are correct, we can be more good than bad. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I feel like if we were epically bad it would be like you know or the same it'd be the same no matter where we were yeah i figured we'd be like three and three you know home and away but there is a significance in the difference between the records they're one and five and and and, and five and one yeah so that to me that's where it started when when we when after the game we realized that the record was five and one i've been thinking about it this week and i was like you know what man that's that's a pretty telling sign and i was trying to figure out how this all pieces together and one of the things i was thinking about was um for instance, okay, I hate Tannehill, right? Yeah. And and I, I'm okay on that part. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be I'm gonna be this, I'm gonna be fair. But the truth is, there's no difference between Tannehill and Brock Osweiler as far as what you're gonna get. Uh huh. They both cannot extend plays. They they're not mobile quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. They don't have spectacular arm strength. They're not gonna blow you away with that. Their decision making is suspect. You know, their accuracy is maybe Tannehill's a little bit better. Maybe a little bit. Yeah. Kind of. I don't know. They, there's really not much 
separating the two other than $17 million that uh, Tannehill's making. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Like, it's some ridiculous number. With that being said, I can't really defend that part. On that part, I think it's a push. But switching it over to Gase and the coach, there's been the injuries. Yeah. A lot of injuries. There's been a lot of, obviously, negative publicity, negative sentiment mm-hmm. from the fans, a lot of pressure underperforming but if you look at it and you're not really diving into just your feelings of like oh here we are again because where are we we're we're two games away from being eight and eight being mediocre we're Mm -hmm. bad at being bad you know we're not that bad and this is where we've always been but i was just really trying to digest all these things and i can almost see how they're going to make a case for gays coming back for one more season yeah because of all the injuries the injuries, the Stuff record. Like but, okay, now I'm going to be you. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Listen, um, the games that we've lost on the road, right? We've lost some close ones. Yeah. Where once uh, uh, we gave away the lead to the Colts, mm-hmm. and I think, what was it, uh, Cincinnati? Uh, yep. That was a close game? Yep. Those games, you can't blame those losses on injuries. Mm-hmm. You can't blame them on injuries. What you can blame them on is bad clock management and uh, bad play calling. Okay. Like running on third and long yeah. or throwing on third and short. Things like that. What about That's early on the season when Tannehill threw those two picks in the – yeah, that was the Cincinnati mm-hmm. game, wasn't it? Or that was the 14-point swing that uh, we lost by because our defense didn't give up any points. But yeah. then wasn't our that offense here? gave up. Wasn't that at home? No, no, no. That was the, no, the home loss was Detroit. Yeah, wasn't that the Detroit game? No, no, no. I don't think so. I think that was. No? I believe. I believe that was Tannehill, and that was. Uh, that was Tannehill. I just yeah, because that was the game, game after was. Chicago. Chicago was the You're first. You're right. That Brock was. That was at Cincinnati. Yeah. yeah. When he did that. The that Cincinnati was at Cincinnati. One was we had. One. We had the lead, and uh, yeah, Tannehill under pressure, got hit, yeah. threw some picks, whatever. Yeah. So. Pura caca. That guy. Yeah. Um. Anyway. But, uh, yeah, man. I'm telling you, I, 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 I see what you're saying, but I'm kind of like just trying to talk myself into believing that mm-hmm. this ownership and this management is going to be around for one more season oh they are and it's just it it's depressing because i'm going back to myself and i think they should all be fired they should all they should clean house they Mm -hmm. should be done yeah six and six considering the circumstances is not bad but we're nowhere near where we were when we were 10 and six a couple years ago yeah you get what i'm saying yep that 10 and six had promise that 10 and six had potential we're not there even if we win out these next four games i don't feel good Yo, we just finished beating the Bills, and we're getting excited about beating a bad team at home, which is what we're supposed what if, to do. What if we win the next four games, but convincingly? I just don't see that. I mean, obviously, if it's convincingly, then mm-hmm. okay. Then that's that's the key sign of everything. Like you, you know? see, okay, they finally figured something yeah, out. Yeah, you get excited about that, but there's nothing to be excited about there. Right now, no, there isn't. There isn't, man. And having seen this team up close and personal like we did this weekend, uh-huh. another thing that jumped out at me was, for, for starters, Josh Allen from Buffalo. Yeah. Kid is the truth. Kid is legit. He's really good. I'm not going to say the truth. He's because he's got things that he needs to work on, you know? Yeah, his, yeah. Like he, he doesn't throw the ball very well. He doesn't. His accuracy, he's got a cannon. Is But now I think a lot of that is also due to the fact that this guy gets pre- – he's got no O-line, you know? So he's constantly getting pressured. He's running for his life out there. But he can do something that, that is very valuable. He can extend plays. He can get out of the pocket. Yeah. Rush for 135 yards. You know, yeah, like what? Here's a, get, here's, a, here's a stat. He he rushed for 135. Tannehill had 137 total yards. That's horrible in the game. Yeah, and here's the thing: 
We're more excited about a quarterback who rushed for 135 through, what, like three picks than we are about the guy who threw, what, one interception? Did Tannehill throw a pick? I don't even think he threw a pick. Had three touchdowns. No, he didn't throw a pick. Had three touchdowns, but 100 something because it wasn't convincing. Yeah. You saw him looking like a big stiff out there taking three sacks in a row. You know, almost getting that safety against us. If it wasn't for, yeah. you know, le- thankfully a good review that helped us out. Yeah. But everything, there was nothing, like, I don't get it. How Are we just spoiled as fans that we can't even, like, we got a guy who threw three touchdowns, got us a win, didn't throw a pick, but we're, we're still upset. Like, do we deserve that? Is that fair? It's the, it's, uh, man, I don't know. It's, it's just that they should have lost that game, even with all of that. They should have lost. You know, and mm-hmm. and I, I can't even blame the defense because Josh Allen would do that to anybody. What he did, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because man, that was, that was crazy. I don't know how he he he. Uh, everybody looked like they were on roller skates. Yeah, no, no, he, it, was, oh, he, was he was impressive. He was impressive. Who's that commercial where uh where um somebody's running and all the other players look like are are on roller skates? Oh, I haven't seen that. Oh yeah, it's oh damn it. Gus, here you go, because you're uh, the worst at yeah, this Yeah, I'm, I'm the worst at names You're going to be like, like, oh, that. yeah, did you see that thing? It was really cool. Yeah. Like that one time. <laughs> it was awesome. That's, uh, <laughs> that's the Gus special right there. That's right. Yep. Um, no, I don't know which one you're talking about. Which oh, one it's a, it, you know, it features one of the famous, some famous fucking NFL player just rushing through everybody. Nope, no clue. Everybody's Doesn't on skates, and then, oh, it's Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson? Okay. Yeah, Russell Wilson. Oh, by the way, he did throw one pick. Yeah? Yeah, one pick, but okay. 137 yards. And um, Josh Allen went two touchdowns and two picks and 231 uh-huh. yards. Um, the quarterback, look at this. Another thing, quarterback rating, 103.6, you know. For Tanny? For Tannehill. Yeah. Good quarterback rating, 71.7 yeah. for Josh Allen. But all everybody was talking about was Josh Allen. Yeah. Because. It's more exciting. You can build with Josh, and you still have a ceiling that you can possibly get to. We've seen everything from. Ryan Tano on the con, you know, I'm I can say that with pure confidence that not only have we seen the ceiling with uh, Tannehill, but the ceiling has gotten lower. Yeah. With injuries, now that ceiling is even lower. You know what I mean? Like the thing there's is, really like, nothing like, for this guy. With a QB like Tannehill, if you so if you put him if you surround him with great talent, mm-hmm. you know, if you give him a good running game, if you give him some weapons to throw at with a good O line and some time to throw the ball and shit like that, yeah, yeah, he'll have success, just like any other quarterback. You know, but like when when you start losing your best wide receivers, when your O line sucks, um, when for some reason you're you're uh, tr- entrusting your running game to a really old Frank Gore, even though he's still serviceable. Yeah. Uh, you gotta you need somebody like Aaron Rodgers. You need somebody that's like fucking uh Mahomes. Mm. You need somebody that's that's gonna extend plays and and make shit happen. Tannehill's not that guy. Nope. I think, um, and you, you you mentioned Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Um, you look at a lot of these newer quarterbacks. The these smaller guys, yeah. These um, these shorter guys that years past would probably get overlooked. Even as recently as when Russell Wilson got drafted, the same draft as Ryan Tannehill. Yep. Um, those guys are being showcased. I mean, Baker Mayfield is the number one pick overall. And yeah. He's one of those guys that you know a few years ago, you know, you would have been like, no, nah, he doesn't. I have- think. I think uh, that that old school mentality of drafting a tall quarterback, yeah. you know, that's gonna stick in the pocket and shit like that. I think that's 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 gone. I don't think it's gone. I think it's I think going it's, away. It's going away. It's going it's away. It's going away. Because you now, still got... if, if you have a, a shorter guy, shorter guys are gonna be more mobile than taller guys, just by because mm-hmm. low center of gravity and shit like that. But yeah. those guys, if with the same skill set as those tall quarterbacks, you know, with yeah. with with a high football IQ and and a good accurate passer and shit yep. like that. That's more valuable nowadays. 
It is. And it, I think um I think also yeah, it, it's it's absolutely true what you're saying, but yeah, I think I I really think the the game is changing, you know. We spoke to Mark Duper. Yeah. Uh, before the game. Yeah. And you asked him how many yards do you think or how, what kind of numbers do you think he would have produced um, in, today's if, game. in today's game with the rules the way they are. And he told you, he's like, man, it's yeah. it, it's changed. It's yeah. much more offensive minded, you know? Yeah, he was like, I don't know, 1,500, 2,000 yards? yards? What do yeah. you guys think? He was joking around, but yeah, it's, but it's legit, not out of the question. It's not out of the question with a guy who can sling it, you know yeah. what I mean? So it's definitely more passer friendly. It's more offensive friendly. So on that aspect, I, I, do see, I do see that, but I do see the shift in the game. The other thing I'm seeing is, man, those five quarterbacks that got drafted in the first round, uh-huh. all of them are playing. All of them are playing. They're all oh, starting. Yeah. They're all they're all, they all got game experience, you know. Um, I don't know which one I can put my finger on and say is the best one. I'll, I'll say that Josh Allen, what I saw this weekend, really impressed me. That I'll put him up there. I mean, we've watched a little. We've watched highlights. I haven't watched a single Cleveland Browns game. But we've watched Baker Mayfield highlights, you know. We've seen what yeah. he's been able to do. But excuse me. What uh what this guy did this weekend was impressive, which I think is a great, you know, mm-hmm. not I'm not gonna say a great defense, but a, a solid defense. Dolphins defense is pretty damn good. Yeah. When healthy. Yeah, when, when healthy. When clicking, you know? Mm-hmm. Another problem. And even about, even with um uh, with Josh Allen playing as well as he did, Dolphins defense still did their job. You know, yeah, they, they did their job. Uh Xavier Howard had two interceptions on him. So yeah, man. Yeah, I get. I, and and here's what I would like to see, Gus. What do you think if we, if they had switched quarterbacks somehow, if we had Josh Allen, and Tannehill wasn't there, what do you think? What, where do you think we could be right now? Like with that kind of skill set? I mean, do you really think that would? Uh, I don't. I don't know. Translate into something else? Like, let's say the passes that Tannehill made, like mm-hmm. that pass to uh, to Kenny Stills. Yeah. I don't think Josh Allen's capable of making a pass like that. Maybe not yet. But not yet. But, but maybe but not he can ever. Make, but, but he can make other passes. There's no pass that Tannehill can mm-hmm. make outside the pocket anymore. Like, the guy can't mm-hmm. get out of the pocket. He's just a fucking stiff out there, dude. Yeah. Dan Marino used to die in the pocket. You know what I yeah. mean? I remember watching was it Greg Lloyd one time on a Monday Night Football game, like, sacked him, and Marino's, like, crippled on the floor. And while this guy's getting off him after a sack, he grabs him and just holds him on the jersey, like, yeah. like, fuck you, you're not the end of me. And uh, he came back to him, and he's just slinging it and slinging it and slinging it. Um, Gus, how big... Uh, we saw Dan Marino again this weekend. Yeah. He's still big, bro. He's a big-ass motherfucker, big bro. Big-ass dude, right? He looked right at me. Looked right at us. I was going to ask him a question, then you were like, nah, no, he's going to say no. And I was like, okay. And then I look at the picture that I took of him. He's looking right at me, <laughs> like expecting me to go ask him a question. And I was like, God damn it. That was the opening. Dude. Never going to get that opening again. No, 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 bro. That was the last he's time I caught eyes with Dan guy. Marino, bro. Yeah, you caught eyes with Dan Marino. You were able to, lucky you were able to walk away. That's right. I still have my soul intact, too. <laughs> <laughs> but he definitely. He's got some presence about him, bro. Yeah, he's intimidating. He's still, he's very intimidating. Big dude. Yeah. Um, very, very uh, large and in charge fella. I there. didn't even have to tap him on the shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that? true, true story here for those of you guys that uh, don't know. Gus and I were at the um, El Clasico, Miami Clasico uh, press conference for the announcement of the game a couple yeah. years ago now. Uh, not this past summer, but the one before. Was it seventeen? Okay. Yeah. So a couple, yeah, so almost a couple years ago. Anyway, we were at this thing, a lot of celebrities, uh, and Dominican Sue was there, Steven Ross, uh, some famous Roberto Carlos from Madrid, some famous Stoichkov was there for Barcelona, yeah. a lot of famous people there. Flo and Rida. We were there, and Flo Rida, he was there singing and shit. And Dan Marino was there, and after the, the, the press conference, everybody's mingling and talking, and we're trying to, you know, get some sound bites, talk to some people. 
and uh, we see Dan Marino, and dude, it feels like you get to his waist, don't you? Like how high? Dude, <laughs> I was like at his like, armpit or something. You're like at his armpit, yeah. dude. And uh, you were like, yeah, I'm gonna go say hi to Dan. And you're like tapping him on this <laughs> dude would not even turn around. Like he nope. was just blocking us so hard and just not. And, and then we, man. Again, we got to get that. I have to find that picture, but I have that picture of you just smiling yeah. like this. <laughs> smiling, with, with Dan, smiling with Dan's Dan Marino's back. back. <laughs> like, a, like a quarter of his face. <laughs> so good. But And I was a happy camper, bro. I was like, bro, it's Dan Marino, it. guys. Oh, hell yeah, man. <laughs> hell yeah. That's Dan Marino. <laughs> yeah, Dan Marino. Marino. Um, oh, but man. yeah, dude, he, it was, um, but yeah, he, the, the days of Dan Marino staying in the pocket and singing, that's what best that you might get out of uh Tannehill is that he just mm-hmm. doesn't die in the pocket i mean yeah he's not extending plays anyway he just looks really he looks really bad bro like he looks uncomfortable he looks he do- that's stiff. the best word yeah. uncomfortable is the best word i think yeah he just looks not right man and he's a nice guy i'm sure yeah. he's a great he's never done anything bad uh looking at him in the locker room uh-huh he's got tom brady body yeah he's got a regular i mean i wouldn't yeah He's yeah. got Brady body. He's yeah, got he like does. almost has like some moves on him, you know, like some not man yeah. boobs, but like just. Oh it, no, I wouldn't go that. No, far. no, not man boobs, but I'm just saying, like he just he I, I was like expecting more when I saw yeah. him there. I was like, I thought he'd be like kind of ripped and stuff. No, he's, no, he's not. He's not, not that guy. Not at all. It made me feel good. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, he's got kind of like a dad body, you know? I'm like, yeah, hey, even a little body shaming there. Um, but <laughs> I thought he did good. Now. I know we were talking a lot about this Buffalo kid, but but that was the talk during the game from everybody oh, yeah. in the press box. Uh, everybody was talking about it in the stands. People were talking about it since the game ended. People were talking about, and they were talking about it post game. People were talking about it post game, including the players. Mm-hmm. Uh, our boy Kiko Alonso was asked about him. Um, uh, Robert Patrick, and then Robert Quinn, I thought had the the best soundbite when referring about him. So we'll, let's let's play that one real quick. All right, over there, so. I think Buffalo got a nice little quarterback that got, you know, on their hands. So, I mean, some stuff he did today is really just uncoachable. Put us in a bind to the very last play. And so, like I said, he's a, he's a, he's a pretty special kid. You know, he can, sorry, continues to grow. You know, like I said, he, he got all the arm talent. So, he's something to keep your eyes open, I guess. Rob, can you take us through what you saw on that last play? <laughs> Well, I saw me rushing. I saw him did a step back, juke me. I don't know who else would, that you can. I don't know who's on the other side, but he, he was juking some folk. And you see him crow hop it, wide open receiver. Luckily, he had bad hands on that play. So, <laughs> I mean, it's, it was a, a heart dropping play. Um, but I guess we made the plays, or they didn't make the plays when they needed to. So, luckily, we just came out with a win. What was going through your head when the ball was in the air? Can't say it on camera. <laughs> so, I mean, it was, I put it this way, my heart dropped. Um, and when it, he dropped it, I just fell to the ground myself just out of relief. So, I mean, it was just a hard-fought game. Finally, it just one of those games we didn't give up, <laughs> you know, didn't go, give away at the end. But, uh, you know, it took a team effort, as you've seen. Um, and we needed it today and for the rest of this year. So, hopefully, we can build off this and see what we can do. So yeah, those are some pretty good, uh, pretty interesting words there from Robert Quinn. I mean, I thought that was kind of like a high praise for, yeah, for a guy who's kind of you know wasn't definitely a impressed, one pick. Mm-hmm. definitely impressed by the kid, and uh, I, I like the part where he uh, where he 
talking about how he got juked, and then he goes, I don't know who the other guy was. Was it you, Cam? Yeah. So Cam talking about Cam Wick. Yeah, he didn't say anything. <laughs> Buster Rhymes stayed quiet. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Ooh-ha. <laughs> Ooh-ha. He didn't have uh, Josh Allen in check. <laughs> 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 uh, that was good, Gus. That was good. Anyway, um, <laughs> but yeah, there was a lot of high praise. I thought there was a lot of good um, – the, the sentiment was – was very uh, mutual. And I thought more people were talking about that than the solid game technically that you got from Ryan Tannehill. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's like you. we were all talking about because a guy. Look, Ryan Tannehill, he played He, If you look at the numbers, he played a nice game. But he just looks uncomfortable, like we said earlier. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's 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 we're talking about a guy. We're and not talking about a guy who's got seven years experience, and all we're talking about is a guy who's got seven games experience. Yeah. You know? And also, there's there's plenty of plays where Tannehill, like uh, when he took, oh, there was this one sack that he took that he he took like th- th- like three oh, steps three to his in right. A row. Yeah, yeah, he took like three steps to his right, and then he kind of just like fell into a sack. <laughs> it's <was, laughs> the weirdest thing. And I was like, come on, man! Like if if you have enough time to run three steps, yep. don't stumble. Like especially if if you were. Uh, a uh, former wide receiver, you're supposed to. Oh be, yeah, dude, I don't buy that whole this bullshit. Norm, this no. uh, mobile guy, Come I don't on, buy man. this whole bullshit, dude. He looks. I, I look faster than Tannehill out there, bro. And yeah, I am. Man. They used to call me slow motion. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. I, I, instant replay, whatever it was, they used to call me. It was just bad. <laughs> it was slow motion. But I'm telling you, it, there's just nothing there. I'm so just. If you're gonna keep Tannehill for whatever reason, here's another thing. Tannehill's never been challenged. You realize that, right? He's never yeah. had to fight for his spot. That's true. He came in. Remember, David Gerrard was the uh, the quarterback his rookie year. Yeah, and he got injured. Got injured. Was so it ACL? They, something like that. It was, uh, you know, season ending pretty much or yeah. long-term injury. And they said, no, you know what? We're going to give it to the rookie. Yeah. Started from day one. Never was challenged. They've no. never brought in another quarterback to challenge him for the job. They've never drafted another quarterback high enough that would challenge. Oh, okay, okay. You know, yeah. They They've never drafted draft- backups. Backups, yeah, yeah, but nobody that would or actually they, pose a threat to him. Have they even drafted backups or just signed them? Like, signed them, maybe. I, I don't think I don't think they've ever drafted a quarterback. Yeah, Matt Moore was, the, you know, he the, wasn't. We didn't draft him though. No, no, but I'm saying Matt Moore was his backup for the oh, most yeah, of yeah. his career. Now we have Brock Osweiler, who's not a real threat. He's no. never had to really fight for his job. No, very fortunate, hey, if, very if, entitled, nice guy. If, but if entitled. Osweiler, if Osweiler was uh was a threat to his job, they wouldn't have brought back Tannehill. Yeah. after this past injury. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because if, if Australia was doing well enough to win games, mm-hmm. I think they would have stuck with the hot hand, like, you know, how the NFL teams like to do when one of their guys goes down. But uh, obviously that didn't happen. Yeah. You know, obviously. And you, yeah, and you so. saw what you were going to get out of Osweiler, which was, yeah. yeah he's going to, like, I think the best way to say, Os- to, to, to really cover Osweiler or, like, to um, summarize him, he's going to play four games and he's going to win you two. It's just that's <laughs> it. That's yeah. it. He's going to win you two and he's going to lose you two. And that's it. You don't know which ones. It can happen, but he's good enough to win you a couple, but he's also not good enough to, you know, lose you a couple. Yeah. And that's what you're going to get. And I feel like Tannehill is a serviceable backup. Santa, Tannehill is a glorified Ryan, uh, Tannehill, uh, ta- glorified uh, uh, backup quarterback. That's what he is. He's been a non-threatened, non-challenged uh, quarterback that shouldn't be quarterbacking as a first stringer. You know, I really yeah. don't think he would, like, now he'll find a job after this. He'll oh, be a sure. backup. He'll be because a nice guy. People like him. He's gonna go in there, but there's just nothing, man. There really isn't. Yeah. You know, it's just it's stiff uncomfortableness. I, I am tired of watching it. You know. Yeah, but the thing is, th- at that p- that position is, 
is the one of the is the most sought after position because there's not a lot of guys in the world yeah. that can do it. No, I understand. You know, like after Tannehill, who who's who's there? Who's out there? Yeah, well, just not not really anybody. Kaepernick. Cap. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. We should have gotten him, man. But anyway, uh, moving along from that, I think we both agree that they should either bring in a veteran, mm-hmm. get rid of him, sign a veteran, and draft somebody high. Yeah. You know, and have you know, hopefully maybe. Th- what you wanted out of David Gerard, which was a bridge to the quarterback, not yeah. just throw him to the wolves. But nowadays, man, if you're a quarterback and you're getting drafted high, you're kind of expected to start right off the bat. Off yeah, the bat. You're not you expected are. to get, you know, nurtured and, and shown the way anymore. Those days are kind of seem like, you know, that's old school thinking. It doesn't work anymore. Exactly. You know, Baker Mayfield can go into a shit storm that is Cleveland and win games that, you know, yeah. established quarterbacks going to do, then they expect more out of you. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I don't like talking about Tannehill. It's I'm already like sick and tired, bro. It's I feel like we're just that bad girlfriend or bad boyfriend that's been stuck with that bad girlfriend who keeps cheating on you over and over and you keep going back to it. You know, just <laughs> yeah. like we can never get past it. But you know who I do like talking about? My new favorite dolphin. Do you know who my new favorite dolphin is, Gus? Kiko. Kiko Alonzo. Yo, that guy is legit. He is so much fun to now, okay. All joking aside. The guy's funny. Like he's 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 a great personality. We've had the pleasure to uh, talk to him uh, post game a few times now, and he is interesting. We also talked to his brother at Combate Classico, thinking <laughs> it was him. Yeah. Uh, so we're very uh, very fortunate with the whole. <laughs> we were tricked. We were tricked, dude. It's so good that our microphone didn't work that day. Yeah, because <laughs> we had such a nice interview that yeah. we weren't able to that we weren't able to record. Thankfully, uh, due to uh, technical issues, we weren't able to record it. Um, but no. Uh, aside from all that, like as a player, he's old school, dude. I saw him make a tackle in the game this week uh, where it looked like he just jumped like a like a spot. You know, uh, you ever seen when the when the wide receivers are running and they score a touchdown and they jump at the uh, at the goalpost and they just hang on it? I think Antonio Brown did that. Oh, yeah, 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 running, yeah. He just, uh, like grabs it like that. Uh-huh. I could have sworn he did that tackle a couple of times just on <laughs> Sunday. Probably. Just, dude, he came running and just jumped from like five feet behind the guy yeah. and just like monkey uh spider monkey him and brought him down no, like that's that. what he does it's he, he's once he gets his hands on you that's it man yeah it's but but th- it was like an airborne attack yeah. like he came running jumped yeah. clunk, <laughs> just grabbed onto you it was so funny no uh, man that's why he leads the team in tackles dude yeah he's all over the place he's all yeah man i'm a little worried about his his health i'm not gonna lie he well if you talk to him yeah when you talk to him but what do you think boy. uh <laughs> what do you think he, the, the doctor asks him when he goes when he goes to the doctor <laughs> <laughs> Did you what do you think the, they talk about? <laughs> you watched the fight last night? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that guy, it's my new favorite sound. That right there was Kiko Alonso after the game talking about his, his, uh, that was what was going through his head. Yeah. When uh, Josh yeah. Allen scrambled on that last fourth down to end the game, pretty much, on their, or, to end the game for the Bills. It wasn't the end of the game game, but it was fourth down for the Bills, fourth and deep. They needed to score. And props to Josh Allen, dude. Yeah. You saw you heard it with – He uh, did his job. Yeah, you heard it with uh, Robert Quinn talking about it, saying mm-hmm. that he evaded the rush, yeah. bounced around. And if you watch the replay, he goes all the way. He goes to the right, then goes left, and then throws cross his body across the field and throws a very catchable ball. Yeah. Just a little short. I don't know if Clay just – didn't you know react to it in time like a split second earlier? He probably mm-hmm. would have had it. He still yeah. had his hands on it. Yeah, should have caught that. He should have caught it. Um, and ends up dropping it. But yeah, that's uh, that sound. Play, play that sound again. So people, th- this is what this is what uh, Kiko thought as the ball was going up in the air. No, no, that this is what he thought 
Oh. When uh after the after Charles Clay dropped the ball. After I was like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love oh, that man. shit, dude. That was but that was great. I was so happy. He's good, him. man. He's he's <laughs> such a cool dude. Yeah. Um, and then also in the interview, do we have the rest of the interview, or we just have that part? We have it. You want to play the whole thing? Yeah, play play the part because the, the, there's this whole uh, back and forth with this reporter. Who was that guy from? Did you happen to catch where he was from? Oh, that was uh, Omar Kelly. No, it wasn't Omar Kelly who asked oh, that. No, you, the, oh, you're the, talking about the the well, British that, guy. That. Answer. Oh, that answer was the was Omar, Omar Kelly. Kelly. Yeah. Okay, but the original. There was an. Question. There's okay, some okay. other. There was a yeah, reporter no, I don't there. Know where he was from. I don't. Yeah, I didn't know where he was from, but he has an accent. I think it was There's like British or yeah. Irish or something like that. And then this is what happened. Yeah. Play, play, play that. Yeah, I like your accent. Uh, <laughs> did you see the Fury fight last night? No. Fury's not your guy. You don't watch boxing. Well, I do, but anyway, you know it is what it is, man. I'm, I'm, it's a violent game, man. It was really not empty. Yeah, but, you know, that's not my my job is to go out there and play. I let them. Do you think it's restricting yourself? No, no I, I, I haven't changed the way I play. Except when they slide, I got to pull off on that a little better. I'm sorry, Kevin, a little late. Your, uh, your reaction on the last play, what you saw, even like, when you didn't catch that, and uh, you guys got the whole back, just your emotions and your reaction. Uh, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, hell yeah. <laughs> Uh, what's it gonna take? We gotta just clean up, clean up the mistakes, and we gotta, you know, I think today was a great example of how we're gonna get to the next level the way we battle. Because you know, uh, we're gonna have mistakes. That you know, no one's gonna play a perfect game, but if we go out there and fight like that, I'll, I'll go out and then you know, we're gonna be all right. Sweating, dude. <laughs> <Bro>. <laughs> I'm sweating, dude, is the best part. <laughs> I think so. I was like, man, the other stuff is good, but it's just such a perfect yeah. sign off. I'm he's sweating, like, dude. He's like, <laughs> like, you know, nobody's going to play a perfect game. You know, we got to cut the mistakes. I'm sweating, dude. <laughs> oh, no, no. No, he, he ends it with, oh, but if, if, uh, if we go out there and, and fight like that, yeah. we should be okay. <laughs> Sweating, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, bro, he's uh, who, 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 was it? Was it that said uh, a friend of ours said uh, that's Hispanic Gronk? Is that what they call? I him? said that. Oh, you said that, that Hispanic was me. Gronk. <laughs> Hispanic Gronk, dude. That's who he is. Yeah, dude, he's like the meathead from uh, from like any like football movie where you're like, oh yeah, you want that guy on your team, you know? Yeah, yeah. But um, but anyway, it, we mean that with all sincere love. And bro, I love that guy, man. I, yeah, I'm. Like, I want him on the show. I want him on the he's, show and. And he's so he's so approachable. He's just he's yeah. he's a nice dude, bro. If we can, uh, if you, if is that the dolphin jersey you'd buy? Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I like it. I like the forty-seven. The number's nice. Uh huh. And I like the Alonzo. I think that's cool. Definitely. I, I was know, trying to. I don't know why forty-seven is nice, but okay. <laughs> I, I think it looks nice. Some numbers don't. Oh look, yeah. You know? <laughs> All right. I'm not a big fan. It's like a number I like, but you know. Um, I actually like uh, Minka Fitzpatrick in that twenty-nine. I just don't like that Fitzpatrick takes up the whole back. Oh yeah, yeah. When, I'm, when we're talking about these throwbacks. But I do like him. I do like how he plays, Yeah, he's man. good. He's, he's good. And we talked to him as well. Really yeah. cool dude. Um, excited. It, there's And that's the thing. That's what's frustrating. There's some really nice pieces to this team. Yeah. You know? And you'd think if, if we just had the right guys pushing the right buttons and the right talented players in the right spots, 
we can achieve so much more. But Xavier Howard, bro. Yeah, man. I guess he's having a Pro Bowl year, bro. He's leading NFL in interceptions. Absolutely. He's having a great year. Yeah, man. Very good year. Now, I'll have to resign him. Yeah. Yep. That'd be nice. Now, Gus, before we, uh, I want to do phonies and bullies next, but I have a gripe to to, to air out with you real quick. Okay. Uh So, NFL, these touchdown celebrations have gotten really elaborate, right? Yeah. We saw limbo, we've seen team bowling. But you know which one is getting super played out real quick, and I'm just so fucking tired of it already, bro? What? The team photo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro. I get it. Oh, my yeah. God, I get it. Everybody pose. We're taking a group photo. Like, dude, yeah. no offense. It's LeBron did that, like, years ago when he was with Cleveland, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Be- before the Heat. He was doing yeah. that. Before in the pregames, they would all take their little group pictures, uh, which I get it. They brought it back. But now, like, it seems like that's the that's the go-to celebration for all these teams. It's probably like, all right, guys. If we, if you, if this guy scores, you know, he hasn't done that. He doesn't have any. He doesn't have anything planned. Yeah. We'll go with group photo. Yeah, and it's come on, man. A little better execution here, hey, especially look, when you got. If, to if you don't have anything planned, uh-huh. then you don't think very highly of yourself. Exactly. Okay? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <it's kind> of <laughs> come like on. You're, you're worrying too much about losing than you are about winning here. Exactly. You know what I mean? Oh, come yeah, on. Yeah. We know some people <laughs> like that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's one of those things like, yeah, you don't think too highly of yourself, man. Like, you know, give yourself some credit. Yeah. Like uh, the, the Bears, when they did their Motown in Detroit. Oh, that was great. Saying, that one was awesome. The limbo was, was great. So the, they done the, the leapfrog, done so many good ones. And that was the Bears defense. That was the Bears defense. Yes. So they think very highly of themselves. Very, very highly of themselves. And with, with, with you know, obviously well deserved too. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Gus, let's, uh, let's roll into this week's editions of Phonies and Bullies. Am I the meanest? Am I the prettiest? Am I the baddest mofo low down around this town? (laughs) I like it, I like it, I like it. All right, so Gus. What's up? We got phonies and bullies. Normally we give you, you know, we we go over a list of uh, a few candidates and we discuss if they're phonies or bullies. This week I want to change it up a little bit. We've each brought a few uh, options to the table here that uh-huh. we are already labeling as a phony or a bully. Which one do you want to discuss first? Let's go phony. You want to go? Okay, so we're gonna go phonies. All right, I'll go with my my phony of the week, and we're going. This is my all encompassing phony of the week. Although, although, uh huh, it was kind of hard because I had like a three way tie for phony, and I had to pick one only, and I think I chose the right one. But I'm gonna give you some honorable mentions that came real close. Okay. Okay. Did you see the Giants game? No. Did you see what Odell Beckham Jr., how he almost lost the game? No. Okay, so if you didn't see this, he had a great game, hit his thing, whatever. But then towards the end of the game... I saw that he's, he's thrown more 40-yard uh, passes than... Uh, <laughs> than Eli? Than Eli. Oh, so, shit. Something like horrible. that. Yeah, he's, he's, or touchdowns. Touchdowns? 40-yard touchdowns. Could e- be. Eli hasn't thrown any. He's thrown two. Holy shit. Beckham's thrown two. <laughs> so anyway, so late in the game, um, I forgot who they were playing this week. I can't even remember who they were playing. Was it the no? They weren't. They weren't playing the Redskins. That was the Eagles. Anyway, that was the Eagles. Um, so th- I, uh, shit. Wow, we know. are a well prepared oiled machine here. Um, hold on, it's got to be like right in front of me, right here. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, giant bears. There we go. Sorry. Ah, the bears. <laughs> the bears. Now the Giants pulled off the victory, thirty to twenty-seven, with a field goal in overtime to win it. They actually scored on their first oh, wow. drive with a field goal, and then they held them out on defense. But the uh, the Bears had a chance late in the game with an onside kick to recover, uh-huh. and they recovered it because the ball was kicked right to- in front of Odell Beckham, 
and OBJ bitched out and didn't jump for it or like dive himself into the ball. And you could clearly see the hesitation. Yeah. He was protecting the goods, the oh, face. Yeah. He yep. didn't want to yep. go into the pile and get hurt. And if they had lost that game, he might be my my phony of the week. Yeah. Um, but because they won, I'm gonna give them the benefit of the you doubt. Slide. But yeah, that's yeah. that's a bitch move, bro. That doesn't go over well in the in the clubhouse when other guys would have, you know. Oh yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Um, and you already got paid, so what are you yeah, worrying exactly, about, bro? Yeah, exactly, bro. Uh, now the other one that came close, Saints. What the fuck, man? Talking oh, so much God. shit about the Saints. How do you get beat oh. so convincingly, but not convincingly? You know yeah. what I mean? Because it was a low score. It was like 13 to 10. Yeah. You know, Drew Brees, where were you? Huh? Where's my fantasy team? You killed me this week. You know, <laughs> I almost lost my first round bye because of this. I got seven points out of you. What? <laughs> what is that? Totally disgust me. Yeah. Michael um, Thomas. Michael Thomas screwed me over, too. Yeah, bro. A lot of fantasy. Yeah. This was crucial. Some guys were in their playoffs. Some guys are in the game before the playoffs. So there was a lot on the line here. For and real? Drew Brees and company really phonied it up this week against a very like how are you going to make Dak Prescott look good after we've been building up the Saints for the last few weeks is the best team in the NFL. How inconsiderate, right? How inconsiderate. Come on. Cool. So you know what? <laughs> phony, 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 but not the maximum phony. The maximum phony for me goes to the one and only Cam Newton. Oh, he's going to get pit. He's, he's pit worthy. Oh, yeah? And check this out. Check this out. I've crunched some numbers here. Uh-huh. Not really. But yeah, <laughs> he's thrown seven interceptions. Okay, so here's here's why he's the phony of the week. Okay. They were six and two. Okay. Yeah. The Panthers were. And we were calling them bullies a few weeks ago. Yeah. They were on the cusp. They were like the fifth team out of that top four for a while there. They were doing really well. They've gone on to lose the last four games in a row. Woo. Okay. During that stretch, he's thrown seven interceptions. Okay. Damn. I think it was three in this last seven game, and four games. Four. Yeah. Like some ridiculous number here. That's um, pretty bad. Yeah, bro. Really, 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 really um, uncharacteristic of Cam. Is it? And, well, I, don't, I don't know what. Um, no, because this season. I don't know season, how many interceptions he Well, this season he like was that. playing really well. He threw four this week against Tampa Bay, bro. Tampa really? Bay. Yeah, man. And they got beat 24 to 17. Damn. So he threw for 300 yards, two touchdowns, four picks. So that's. Uh, you know, that goes to show how much Cam Newton values Greg Olson because Greg Olson went down in that game. Oh, and did he? Yeah. Oh, but I'm I think he loses. You. I think Cam loses his shit when Greg Olson's well, not Greg around. Greg Olson was out for the beginning of the season, remember? Yeah, and he was six and two, so yeah. he valued him, and he got him back. And uh, it's just I can't believe, like, dude, you were. He was having such a good statistical year. He was throwing for the highest completion percentage he's had, uh-huh. and now this slide, complete, complete phony. Yeah, and meanwhile, you can't afford to be phony because you have. The other suspect phony team, the Saints, yeah. you know, at 10-2. and two, And that's it. You're done. Season's over. Wash. There's no way you're going to make the playoffs. You're like on the outside looking in, but you can't. You can't even beat the Bucks. Phony of the week, bro. All right. So what do you got? Well, who was your bully? Well, I'm giving you my phonies. We're doing phonies Oh, okay, phonies. That's Give right, me that's your right, phonies. Right. My phony is the Green Bay Packers, Titletown, USA. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good Wait, phony. we didn't throw Cam Newton in the pit. Throw him in the pit. Oh, no. Man, that one hurt, bro, because I like yeah, Cam. Me too. Well, actually, I don't think he went in all the way in the pit because it takes a couple of shoves. That guy's a big yeah, dude. Throw he, him, throw he, him, push him again, push him again. Oh, no! There you go. I think he's in there now. There, Yeah, he's yeah. in there. He can crawl <laughs> out. You can come out eventually, Cam. We'll let you out. He can. He can. He's going to redeem he's, yourself. He's not a full lifer. He's not, you know, all time. Yeah, pit. He's, not, he's not a pit lifer. No, yeah. So, all right. My phony. Why? Uh, Green why? Bay Packers. Yeah. Bro, they had 
Brett Favre mm-hmm. and then Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Arguably, arguably two of the best quarterbacks. Like when you think of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Yeah, they're up there. They're up there, right? Yeah, they're, they're in the list. And they've had them since 1992 or 91. Yes. They've had they, a quarterback. They've had exactly. a, 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 a bona great, fide yeah. starter franchise quarterback since 1992, and the Dolphins haven't had shit since 1998. <laughs> and how many Super Bowls have the Packers won with those guys? Two. 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 In all that time. Well, two I've, I've been telling you for years. Over, two Rogers Super Bowls. Overrated, you know, but oh, nobody listens. No, nobody bro. listens. <laughs> uh-huh. Hey, listen. Using your same logic, Dan Marino's overrated. Well, yeah. I've said that. <laughs> you have said that. But no, yeah. actually, I've, I've and, given him props. <laughs> I've given him props. I, I said that he's not overrated. I said he's just uh, a pain in the ass. I mean, yeah, that has nothing to do with football, though. Yeah. But yeah. I think I think you you I have think to be improper. that guy to be uh, that kind of quarterback. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I, yeah. I don't all, think he could have done it any other way. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, well, not, maybe not all the best quarterbacks, why else but for the most part. You? Why else are they? No, I think that's, I think that's, that's basically it, man. How do you have those guys and you don't surround them with – like when you, when you have that kind of quarterback mm-hmm. – you got to throw all your fucking chips, all your, uh, yeah, all your chips in. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got to go all in and just, and, and go for a fucking Super Bowl after Super Bowl after Super Bowl, man. Yep. You got to, you got to figure it out, dude. Look at the, the, the fucking Patriots. They figured it out with Tom Brady. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's, that's, that's the, the model of consistency every time. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. Let me see here. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, uh, let me look here. Where is it? Yeah. He, uh, Mike Holmgren uh-huh. was the coach of the Packers. From oh okay no there was an interim coach between them I thought that they had Mike Holmgren and then Mike McCarthy no there was a coach in between them oh, okay. McCarthy came in uh, I believe yeah. a couple years before or right when uh, Aaron Rodgers got there so there was a some mediation in between them but yeah, yeah still they've had such consistency for the most part in quarterback yeah. and coaching yet they can't you know fill in those pieces except for those two runs they had exactly so yeah. uh yeah he, th- I picked them this week because they fired Mike McCarthy yeah so. I think they deserve to uh to be my phony. There you go. That's yeah. valid, eh? Valid. What yeah. about uh <coughs> oh, excuse me. Oh. Didn't hit the cough button. What about uh <laughs> uh McCarthy to Miami? Would you take him? Uh no. See? Yeah. No. Kind of the same way. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. Um all right. So give me uh let's switch it up now. You give me your bully. My bully for this week mm-hmm. is Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson. He was up there. I thought about yeah. him for it. So why, yeah, why, why are you putting him with this? That 90-yard run at, like, 93 years old? Yes. Wow, bro. Just that. Impressive. I mean, he, he didn't really have, like, a great game. Yeah. But just that run by itself, man. Everyone you get, you get bullied, bro. Yeah, you get bullied for that. That was Oklahoma style right there, bro. And you bro. make – and, you know, you make a – That was vintage bully. Yeah. That's yeah. like that, ta- that – like, that, that's, like, really fine wine yeah. bully right there, bro. <laughs> you know, better with age bully. Yep, mm. yep. And, and you know what, bro? When mm. – uh, uh, Colt McCoy goes down, and they had to bring out Mr. Butt Fumble. Yep. And AAP says, hey, you know what, bro? I got it. You like that? I got it. He says that. Yeah. You like that? Hell yeah, man. <laughs> wow, dude. That's That was a good one. That was, I, was, I was going for that one. All right. Now, I'm going to give you mine. And uh, here's – okay, you mentioned Butt Fumble. Yeah. Here's what, a, uh, here's what a team shouldn't do is – Hire, you know, go with Mark Sanchez when you have a guy like Colin Kaepernick out there and available. That's obviously a way better than. I don't think there's any poll that you could write where Kaepernick is second to Mark Sanchez. Nope. Okay, doesn't matter the playing style. Doesn't Nothing. matter at this point in any, the career. Nope, yeah. Maybe after those two uh, AFC title games that the Jets went to with Mark Sanchez, maybe you could make a case that it was like. But no, at mm-hmm. this point, no. This Mark Sanchez is is butt fumble. Yeah. There's nothing good out of him. So that's 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 a bad. Now, my bully goes for someone who did it good, a team that did it good, okay, mm-hmm. or did it well, which is uh, – I got my bullies this week is the Chiefs. The Chiefs, you know, dropped Hunt, 
and then drop 40 uh, points on the Raiders. Yeah. That's impressive. You know, yeah. you, you're, the, you're the best offense. They didn't hesitate. Mm-hmm. They they said, hey, you lied to us, Kareem Hunt. You you lied to us. You you did this. We're, we're not going to stand for it. Adios, muchacho. Yeah. As hard as that was, mm-hmm. when other teams won't do that, you yeah, know, no, but no. they, they on, some on teams are keeping yeah. yeah, exactly. There's a lot to lose here. And that's a safety net, a running game to a quarterback, a rookie yeah. quarterback, in, es- in essence, a rookie quarterback. Um, and you're going to take that safety net away from them, but you have confidence in your team. That's a bully move right there, bro. Yeah. You know, you did the right thing. Good. And then you go out and drop 40 points on the road against a division rival. As bad as the Raiders are, they're still a division rival. Yeah. They're, you drop 40 on them. So it looks like your offense didn't even miss a beat. So props to them. Um, so that's my bully of the week. And they signed Sharknado. Sharknado's back. Yeah. Chenkandrick Chen- West or whatever. That's right. Um, and uh, honorable mention, honorable mention, and this is a good segue. Uh, <laughs> the uh, honorable mention to little Jerry, my little Jerry, <laughs> my little Jerry fantasy football team that hung on for a crucial first round playoff win in the most uh, in in a very epic way last night. I yeah. was I, I let me I'm gonna pull up the numbers here mm-hmm. real quick. Let me uh, pull up the matchup. Uh, my apologies. I believe it was your brother that I uh, eliminated yep. from the Lemon yep. City Fantasy Football League. Yeah, you beat my brother. Yeah, it was nice, man. It was really, really good. Here we go. So the Van Buren boys took on Little Jerry. And like I mentioned, Drew Brees was my quarterback. And, yeah. you know, he was on the, the phony list because he totally just cockified my team. Uh, Jordan Howard, same thing. Where were you? Nine points? Hello? Come on. <laughs> I'm in the playoffs here. This is the first round. You need to do better than that. Inconsiderate, bro. Inconsiderate, man. And that was an overtime game. And you got nine points? <laughs> Get out of here. L. <laughs> oh, you know, uh, what is it? The dot com? I get dot com. And uh, so, yeah, so the game went into the final. Let's see here. Okay, he had Jay Adams. Oh, Josh Adams, the running back of the Eagles on Monday night. That was his last play. Oh, okay. And Josh Adams got him eight and a half points, and your brother lost by two points to me. Yeah. He needed 10 point something. To win. Yeah. And he ended up getting 8.5. My little Jerry yeah. hung on. He lost by 1.8, actually. Yes. He, uh, <laughs> he, uh, they hung on together. They, they locked arms. Little Jerry, you know, Zeke came in and said, you know what? I'm going to carry this team with my 25 points. Devontae Adams said, hey, I got you. I'm going to throw in 23. That's how a real little Jerry plays. Yeah. They put their little hearts together, and they won. They beat the Van Buren boys, and they move on to the next round of the playoffs. And I'm happy, happy, happy to report. Now, unfortunately, with every winner, there's also a loser. So I'm sorry for your brother. And uh, speaking of losers, it apparently was a loser theme in your household um, when it came to the Lemon City Football League. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got to be I mean, a dick, bro. I, gotta, I mean that with all due respect. <laughs> with all due respect, okay? Um, it's uh, I was in the pool, which was your team. Hell yeah. of a run this season. You yep. uh, you ended up coming very, very short here against uh, the real Cubans from Cuba who came up strong, 154 points. I, I mean, think that was his best game of the season. Best game of the season And I think far. that was my worst game of the season. Uh, potentially. I don't think it was your worst game. I think you've – I, I think mean, it 118 was. is technically still a pretty good score. I got to look at your, that, your season stats. That was a stats. shitty game for me. For you, yeah? Yeah, Let's bro. see. You're uh, – you're, oh, well, Adam Vinatieri, zero points. Yeah, that's not going to help. Yeah. Um, especially when his kicker, Justin Tucker, gets 17. Exactly. That could make a difference. Uh, but no, but that even with that, your your biggest uh, phony uh, was probably Tevin Coleman, two point one points. Yeah, bro. Yeah, you're not gonna get anything done with that. Fuck out of here. Other than that, oh, and Michael Thomas again, the yes. Saints effect really yep. hurting us. You know, mm-hmm. no good, mm-hmm. no bueno. But props to the Cubans riding that Keenan Allen train, thirty eight points. They move on. I believe they're taking on our friend, the Kavorka. The Kavorka ah, is strong, so it's yeah. gonna be the Kavorka versus the Cubans. All that's right. right, that's right. In the first uh, semifinal I'm going, match. I'm, I'm rooting for Fantasy Chris. Fantasy Chris. Well, no, no, that's Kavorka's uh, Achilles. Yes, I I'm know. playing Fantasy Chris. Yeah, 
I'm uh, rooting for Fantasy Chris. Oh, damn it. I thought, you were, <laughs> I thought we were friends here, bro. Anyway, the Kevorkan is bye week. I don't even know it's if just, he looked you know, at if, his... If, if our fantasy writer wins the fantasy league, I think it just adds uh, credibility to the article. Yep, that's true. Let's see here. <laughs> um, where is it? Oh, yeah. Well, Crazy Joe Davola, he, uh, which is Fantasy Chris, dropped 133 points. This could have been the week to beat him. 133. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, none of us would have beat him, actually, other than... Cubans, Cubans, Cubans yeah. played the game of their life. Yeah, of the season for them, and uh, I, they you know, I don't like uh, how the the structure of our league with the with the divisions. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Because if it was just like one one division, uh-huh. I would have had a bye week, and Achilles would have had to play. Are you sure about that? Yes, because we have the same record, and I beat him, so I have the I have more more points for also. Uh-huh. I see, I see. So I got I got screwed. Well, the early line on the uh, the early line on the little Jerry Crazy Joe uh, game is uh, Crazy Joe by three points over Little Jerry right Ooh. now. Yeah, it looks like close it's gonna one. be pretty close here. Um, I think looking okay. at this, if I don't Drew, trust those. Though. Well, Drew Brees at Tampa, I like twenty two points projected. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, and he's not gonna put a du- put up a dud two weeks in a row. Yeah, and I think he, he wants that. that sweet sweet revenge from week one. Oh, that you know, too. That was that the first too. loss of the season. Yeah. Uh, so I like my chances here. Zeke Elliott. Uh, I got Shady McCoy going up against the Jets. Baldwin at my bench. I might have to make some adjustments here, but I like it. Looking forward to it. And then the Cubans versus the Kavorka. The early projections on that one. They're not in yet, actually. It's not coming up here. I know. But looking at it at a glance, it looks like, yeah, the edge is going to Kavorka All right. on most categories there. So good luck to uh, good luck to them. And we'll update you on that as we progress. Now, Gussie. Yeah. A, we we've we've discussed fantasy. Uh-huh. Now there's uh there's a sport that we wish we could do. Can you imagine if they had fantasy college football? Fantasy college football, man. That'd be kind of weird, I, huh? I think it would have to be like conference specific or something like that. Yeah. There's, just there's, too weird. There's like 150 teams out there. Man, that's just Division One. Yeah. And I'm saying I'd be st- I'd be loading up on those like JUCO players and those yeah. Division Three <laughs> players. You know, those guys padding up those stats. Yep. But anyway, uh, college football playoffs came out. Final four is in. Your uh-huh. semifinal matches are set up. Now, I'm going to be honest. I haven't really been following college football as attentively as I have in years past. Yeah. A lot of it has to do with my teams that I like are not really, you know, participating as much as I'd like them to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've also been focused on new teams that I like, like my FIU Panthers. That's right. We're playing in the Bahama Bowl. Yeah. Uh, December 21st in Nassau. That's right. So it's going to be fun. I, yeah, it's going to be fun. I mean, yeah. I've been looking at things like that, so I haven't really been following it as, as much. Yeah. But I have, ex- I, I have noticed some stuff. Now, here's here's the matchups as it stands right now. It's going to be number one Oklahoma versus number four uh, – sorry, number, number one Alabama one. Yeah. versus number four Oklahoma. <laughs> I was like, what? And uh, I, th- I believe that's Oklahoma the Orange has one loss. Yeah, that's the Orange Bowl. Yeah. And then uh, the Clemson, undefeated Clemson, number two, goes takes on undefeated Notre Dame. Number three, mm-hmm. and they're playing in the Cotton Bowl. Yes. Yes. And then the winners obviously place uh, against each other. Now, looking at this, is this going to be if, – if Clemson and, and – if the top two seeds win, if Clemson and Bama win, is that the third straight? No. Who was the f- – no, last season it was Georgia and Alabama, right, in the final? Yeah. The year before that it was Clemson, Alabama. Yes. Brian, I'm so Bama fatigued. Me too, man. Ugh. Can they just please you lose? Know, I want Oklahoma to win it all. Really? Yeah. I can't name players off any of these teams, bro. 
I know that Oklahoma's quarterback is up for the Heisman Trophy. Yeah, I don't and if even he know. wins, I, I I forget his name, but that's just because me. Yeah. But um, I've turned into you. Nah. What's going on with me? Well, you're just you haven't been paying attention. I have been paying attention. I just yeah. don't forget. I, I mean, don't you remember just names. Forget, yeah. Yeah. But I think that would be the first time ever that mm-hmm. a school goes back to back QB Heisman's. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Pretty good. Yeah. If uh, so if um, and. If this if you think about it, that, but he, it I, it's it's between him and Tua and Tua. Yeah. But if you think about it, Oklahoma has no defense. They're winning all these games because of their offense. Yeah. So I, no, think, I get it. But you're not going to punish the guy for having a good defense. You know what I mean? No. Because that means the not. other guy has to pad his stats. I mean, this guy could also not pad his stats. He's probably not mm-hmm. playing as many fourth quarters because his team's up. You know, there's that, a lot yeah, of things to that, consider, too. That's, that, too. That too. Um, I think it's pretty much Tua. I, I feel like college football the last few years – has kind of lost a little bit of luster. I don't know. Maybe uh-huh. it's this whole focus on the playoffs and the teams. But those, you know what? I, I, uh, just to cut you off for a second, I think that Tua going down in that last game and yeah. Jalen Hurts bailing him out. Yeah. After, like from behind, you know, he was Jalen yeah, Hurts down brought touchdown them back the from behind. Yeah. Two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. Okay. Yeah. I think that hurt Tua's stock for Heisman. I and don't and it's think not so. it's not it's not that he got injured. It's that he got injured and the team just. Still did what they did even without him. But then again, that's just don't you can't punish the team for being good. You know what I mean? That's that's a stacked, loaded team that does yeah. well. That's what they're. They, remember, Jalen Hurts was having a bad national championship but game, I mean, and Tua came in, and the, they said, the, "Hey, both guys, the, both guys are playing phenomenal." Yeah, you know, both guys are playing phenomenal. So you got to look for something negative. You I know, think what, what I, you, I feel like Alabama had a Heisman moment as a team, but not an individual. That's kind of weird. Yeah, because and that's that's what I was getting at. It, which is, I feel like the last few years, the college football kind of lost that Heisman moment at least it, it, it it's kind of like a lull a little bit of a drop I think yeah. Johnny football that game against Alabama mm-hmm. where he bounces off the lineman goes back around swings yeah. bootleg throws a touchdown pass that was like the Heisman moment like yo yeah. this is my time you know uh-huh. then Lamar Jackson won it and it was like okay he was good yeah and I liked him and he stats but he, I don't feel like he had a moment where he beat a team or what Deshaun Watson Deshaun Watson. I did he have he, a, well, yeah, he beat Bama. In the but that, but the thing title. is, the Heisman was already decided before that. That's that true. That was post-Heisman. That's true. That's true. Um, but so he still I've, had a great season. Yeah, but in, during the season, do you recall a Heisman moment? That's what I'm saying. Like, you always have, like, uh, Doug Flutie throwing the Hail yeah. Mary against UM. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- those are significant things. Uh, Tebow's jump passes and his speech and all <laughs> yeah. that stuff, you know? Uh, <laughs> Sam, I, I, yeah. Sam Bradford You're threw, right. like, 50-something touchdowns the year he won it. Yeah. Um, it's right. just, yeah, it's, I feel like it's lost a little luster. It could just be that, you know, some of these games are just getting so dominant that the players can't even showcase, you know, yeah. it's not a, it's not a detriment to them. It's just, they haven't had a moment to, they've just either been too good, you know? Yeah. Like Lamar Jackson playing, you know, the schedule he was playing and in the conference that he's playing, it just wasn't as competitive. So mm-hmm. it was kind of boring to watch him win everything. Yeah. <laughs> and then it, it also felt like with him, he padded up a lot of stats mm-hmm. at the beginning of the season. Then towards the end, it was very regular. But there was nobody else competing against him, so yeah. I feel like that kind of has um, has uh, hindered the Heisman enjoyment a little bit for me. But it's still college football. I'm gonna watch these playoffs. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be great. Oh yeah. Is there a matchup in particular that you'd like to see? Uh, I mean, I want to see Oklahoma Clemson in the final. That's what you're going for? Yeah, Oklahoma mm-hmm. Clemson. I don't yeah. want to see. I'm I'm tired of Bama. I'm just tired of them. And I just don't like Notre Dame, so get the just, fuck out of here. <laughs> I don't like Clemson. I don't like Notre Dame. I don't like Alabama. Oklahoma, I'm like, eh, I really don't care about Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, if this was last year's Oklahoma, yeah, I'd be down to see it because I like Little Baker. Yeah. You know, 
And see, even last year, Baker winning the Heisman. I don't know if he had a moment, though, because he lost in, in, in certain games. And I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, look, look, look so who, who's UCF playing? Oh, they're playing LSU, I believe, in oh, the Peach yeah, Bowl yeah. or something like that. That is LSU. They yep. should have been playing UF, which I thought would have been a more intriguing matchup because uh-huh. think of it. That's like the equivalent yeah. of FIU playing UM. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. they're close enough rivals that hate each other, but they're both on a big stage with something to play for. Who's would be cool. Who's ranked higher, um, LSU or UF? I believe it's... That's a good question. I don't yeah. know. I'd have to pull that. Maybe up. that's why. You know what uh, I mean? Yeah, it could be. But maybe still, U- I, they, they did UF. I don't think UF got one of those uh, New Year's Six bowls. Yeah, yeah, they're playing Michigan in the Orange, I believe. Oh, okay. No, the Orange Bowl is the semifinal. Oh well, one of those. I don't know. There, I gotta pull it up. And hey, let me see. Hold on. Maybe it's the Tostitos Bowl. Could be. While is I that look that up, bowl game? while I look that up, why don't you tell people where they can find us on social media and tell well, them about yeah. your articles. Social media, man. All right, so you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Lemon City Live. Did I miss one anything? Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, maybe Snapchat. We don't really post on that. Or on Spotify. Too much. <laughs> Spotify. Yeah. Now we're on Spotify. Hey, check out this podcast. You, uh, it's not only only it's not only on iTunes. Now it's also on Spotify. You can find us on Google Play. Um, uh, obviously on SoundCloud. But yeah, man, go ahead, check us out. Uh, follow our post game recaps. Check out our most recent one against uh with the Miami Dolphins versus the Buffalo Bills. So much content in that one because we had the uh the Walk of Fame ceremony before the game and then halftime, and uh, we just got a lot of player interviews. Good stuff. So go ahead and check it out. Yes, it is. It was very very good. Yeah. Uh, so looking at the rankings here, LSU Florida was ahead of LSU in the rankings. Oh, okay. They were both nine and three, and UCF finished twelve and zero, behind a two-loss Michigan team, behind a one-loss Ohio, two-loss Georgia. UCF finished at number eight. Yeah. So they finished at eight. Florida ten, LSU eleven, and Michigan was seven. So there's your. That's how they paired it up there. I don't know. Uh, Michigan, they fucking laid an who's, egg. Who's number five? Number five, first team out was uh, uh, Georgia and then Ohio State six. Ah. They were the two teams out, first two, first two out. And they're playing each other in the Rose Bowl, right? Uh, Georgia and Ohio State? That's a good question. I'm not sure. I know Ohio State's playing in the Rose Bowl because uh, Urban Meyer's retiring right after. Uh, Could be. Could be. They're playing against Washington. I don't know where, oh, but they're who? playing against Washington. Georgia's playing against Texas. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So I don't five know. And a six, lot of, five yeah. and six should play each other. What are they doing? Uh, you know, it's because it's uh, conference allegiances to certain bowls. Yeah, I guess that's, that's how it is. Stupid. Yeah, it's dumb. But um, anyway, pinstripe bowl for the Hurricanes. Yeah, in New York. Oh, I, have, I actually have a, a hot take about that. Oh yeah, give yeah. it to us. All right, somebody. Um, oh, actually, uh, Big O said in his last podcast that um, the Hurricanes. You know they shouldn't have taken that bowl game because they're not they're not gonna recruit a lot of players up up, up there in the Northeast. That's true. You nobody recruits up there, kind of stuff. But that's not why they're that's not they're not trying to recruit players up there. Mm-hmm. Hurricanes are playing up there because they recruit students up there in the Northeast. A lot of those uh, Miami Hurricanes students mm-hmm. are from the Northeast. Yep. They don't really take a lot of Miami students. Yeah, not you know a I mean? lot. No, they're going to FIU. Yeah, all those Miami <laughs> kids go to FIU. Uh, my uh, University of Miami loves to recruit the Northeast for some reason, so um, yeah, that's uh, that's why they're playing up there. Yep, I, 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 I get, I get it. Yeah, it's 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 a cash grab for them academically. Yeah, in a sense, you know, mm-hmm, let's mm-hmm. let's get those uh, 
Let's get those future canes up there. But yeah, it's and I think that's kind of a so problem that I feel like that UM has. And I, I don't understand how uh UM, I mean, you know, we everybody, yeah, we all love if you're from Miami, you love UM. Yeah. But they're not like the real essence of Miami. Like, no, how, how not do they, at all. They're entitled understand. white people <laughs> from Coral Gables. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, it's like, true. none of those people are from Miami. It's true. I don't. I if if there was no Canes football team that had success, Canes, mm-hmm. uh, fuck, bro, University of Miami would not even be. They might even be a Division Two because they don't meet the qualifications of anything. Yeah. If they never had the success that they had in the '80s, if it wasn't for Schellenberger coming in and doing what they did and laying the foundation, I don't think they would ever have the uh, the appeal. They they really ride off of that. You know, they they that, really ride yeah. off that fame and that you know what notoriety. They would, be? they would be like St. Thomas or yeah. Barry. Yeah, very respected academic school. Uh huh. You know, but, that's but even it. even the growth a, that the campus has had. Yeah. Like wouldn't have happened without that without that no, football not at team. All. Like they said in those U documentaries, they should be building yeah. statues to those players, man. That's the whole reason they got all that stuff. Yeah. Um the other thing that uh and it's funny you mentioned that. Um I also have a hot take on the Canes. But I'm telling you, it's yeah, it, it if there was no football team, we wouldn't be looking at the Hurricanes, uh the University of Miami the same way. It's like they they they've always run like an Ivy League school, you know, and yeah. that doesn't really resonate with the people down here. Yeah. Like you said, they're they're looking for future canes up in the Northeast and and that kind of uh of type of people. Now there are some great people that are from here that have gone to the school. Hey, mm-hmm. great for them, you know. Yeah. We would have loved to have had an opportunity or the deep financial pockets to go there, <laughs> um, but that wasn't the case for us. But we still love them. We still we do love the football team when they when they were good and you know mm-hmm. when they let us back in. Um, we'll love them again. <laughs> but but I I was thinking and I gotta give props to uh eric henry on this one i remember talking to him a few weeks ago at one of the fiu games he uh eric henry from underdog dynasty and sb nation yep he uh friend of the show our croquetas are better um (laughs) he was talking about i think we had this conversation um during the game i and i have to agree with him i don't think we're gonna see um bum ever again like i really uh, i really think that and look and even now that um Everybody thought that the the U was coming back, especially after yeah. their hot start last season, you know. But mm-hmm. look at this season. Look at the recruiting for this season. Yeah. Man, a lot of guys have decommitted from Miami. Yeah. They're all going to uh, Georgia or, or UF. Yeah. So they're all going elsewhere, man. A lot of, a lot of guys. You know how many um, offensive line recruits we have for this season? Mm. Zero. Nice. Because they all decommitted. Wow, bro. That's pretty bad. And I think what's happening is we got to go back to the 80s. Um and you got to look and it, and here's the thing man it's all about competition within geography and i think what we had in the 80s was we had no competition within our geography the next closest school that could really threaten us was the gators the next one after yeah. that was tallahassee you had uh-huh. three schools that ran the whole state when it came to athletics it's not the case anymore no nope. and i'm not saying that ucf is deserving of playing in this playoffs or anything that they're great or anything mm-hmm. like that but UCF is proving themselves to be an option. That's exactly, it, an yeah. option. USF, they were ranked as high as number two a few years ago. Yeah, I remember that. You know, that's an option. FIU, it's an option. Yeah. FAU, it's an option. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're seeing the emergence of these schools. There's a lot of competition. So guess what? Within this geography, you have this many schools and this many people. The pot of players that you're going to get is going to get harder and harder to keep. Especially since freshmen want to play 
from day one. Freshmen want to play from day one, and some of these kids from some of these places can't meet the requirements, the academia requirements yeah. at UM exactly. that they can meet if they go to a UCF, uh, USF, FIU, FAU, any of the schools that we named. Yep. Um, you know, they probably have out of all the Florida schools, probably the hardest academic requirements, you know, so mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's tough. It's tough. And because of that, because of the competition within the geography of Florida, bro, I don't really see UM ever getting to that place where they can be that level of dominant that they were in the past. They might have successful seasons, but to maintain that level of dominance, I don't see it anymore, man. No, you know? it's going to be difficult. We're, we're going to need another academic scandal or something like that. Something <laughs> like that. But you, you know how you were talking? You just mentioned that they, the players are going to, like, Georgia and stuff like that. Yeah. But in Georgia, they're not having this problem, you know, because Georgia's mm -hmm. still Georgia. That's the only thing there. Yeah, that's you there's, Georgia, there's Georgia, and, Georgia there's, and there's Georgia Tech. That's you it. know, but that's, that's like, man, that's it's it. a tech school, you know. Yeah. It's, it's hard to get in. Um, Alabama, Auburn, Alabama, your choice, man. Yep. You know, yep. not, not, not really. UAB is up and coming, but they're, you know, they're not going to, they're not going to really threaten right now. Yeah. But if another couple schools like a UAB come up and they start, you know, pretty yeah. soon they could be an option. And look, and th this is why the Alabama, uh, uh, whatever, the board of directors mm -hmm. shut down UAB that one year because they know that, it, that something like that will threaten Bama. Yeah. You know? So I, I think so, man. I was I was really looking at that, and I've been thinking about that a lot. And unfortunately for a lot of these Canes diehards, you know, mm -hmm. and, and Canes fans like you and I that grew up before we had a UF or, you know, before we had a, a UCF, USF, FAU, or FIU to cheer for locally, yeah. you know, UM was the thing. We'd like yeah. football. We'd watch UM football, and we, we, we supported it, and we, we were big fans, and we still are. Um, but, yeah, I just I don't see us returning to that level of glory, which – Unfortunately, man, it's going to be a hard realization for a lot of these fans yeah. to get because we're such an entitled bunch down here in South Florida, man. Like we're yeah. We are a great sports town, but at the same time we are an awful sports town because when things are clicking and it's going, we're great, man. Uh -huh. When the Heat were winning, it was an awesome time. You know, when the Dolphins win, it's an awesome time. When the Canes win, it's an awesome time. When things are popping, everything is great. Yeah. But we're very, you know, we, we tilt from one to the other mm -hmm. very, very quickly. There's no real middle ground. You know, when things are bad, nobody goes. So we're an awful sports town with that. And then we're always hanging on to this entitlement that, oh, we deserve better. And that's going to be a hard realization for a lot of these Kane fans, these lifelong Kane fans, to realize that the Canes are not, they're closer, unfortunately, uh -huh. they're closer to UCF, USF, UF, maybe, uh -huh. than they are to those elite schools, the Alabamas, the Ohio States, hell, yeah. even the Michigans, you know? Yeah, yeah. They're, I feel like those schools, because of the geography and the competition within their geography, have distanced themselves to another level. I think Florida, which used to be a stronghold, and the same thing that's happening to us is, is going to happen to FSU and UF. They're going to feel the effects of it. The problem is, is those yeah. academic standards are not as high in those schools, so they're not going to feel it as strongly as us. Uh -huh. Plus, they don't have the direct geography threat. You know, those the USF and, and UCF are pretty much in central Florida. From them to Tallahassee, there's not much competition. Let me you tell you, I mean? if you, if UM was smart, they would invest in a JUCO school in mm -hmm. Miami-Dade College to do a little partnership so yep. that a lot of these kids that can't go to UM ac for academic purposes yeah. go to Dade for a year, and then we'll, you'll join us a year after. Yeah, something to see. Yeah, we'll see. So we're looking forward to the uh, college football. And uh, but anyway, I wanted to shout out to uh, our Nordic fans in Sweden 
throwing it down for uh, <laughs> throwing it down for uh, number two most listened to country for our show, uh, Sweden. So United States is being our number one nation. Uh, glorious nation, Kazakhstan. Sweden comes in number two. United Kingdom number three. And you know why? Because we talk that uh, Slatan talk. Slatan, you know, we talk a lot of Slatan. So Sweden hits go up. Yeah. And uh, shout outs to the home of the great Poutine coming in at fourth. <laughs> and then we uh we got some you know we finally dropped off the uh, russian radar thank god yeah um you know they were <laughs> felt like they were coming in lo- looking for something with us but hey we appreciate hey, the listens yeah you man. know we'll take them sure uh, so yeah anyway uh that's uh that where's uh and again ashburn virginia don't know who this person is but it's probably my favorite person that's uh, a fan Ashburn, Virginia, isn't Ashburn, that like by the Navy area? I don't know, no. Maybe it's one no. of your old Navy buds. No, no, I thought so, but I don't know. You know, I have to look it up. I don't remember ever hearing of Ashburn, Virginia, but yeah. whoever it is listens to this show with the same intensity as uh, our Miami fans, That's what's which up. I love. Yeah, that maybe that makes just, me happy. Maybe it's just somebody that uh, used to live in Miami, they're living over there now. And could then, be, and could like, be. Oh, and you know what? We're yeah. happy to be the, your choice. We we're, love we're you. We're super happy to be your choice. Hit and us again, up on Twitter. Let us know who you are. Hit us up on Twitter. Uh, we keep calling for them. Or Instagram. Or Instagram, yeah. Either or. And again, speaking of Instagram, speaking of uh, Twitter and everything, uh, and those people who, who I'm calling out here from Ashburn, from Gainesville, from Mountain View, California, Fort Lauderdale, Hollywood, Homestead, all these places that are showing up on our hit list here, and including Miami, Florida, Thank you guys for listening. We really, 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 really appreciate it. And each and every single one of, uh, wait, oh, yeah, yeah. Each and every single one of these uh, likes and retweets and shares and plays and each one of those things means so much to us. Yep. And we really appreciate it. And if you haven't done so already, hit the subscribe button, hit the share button, hit the like button. It takes one second of your time and it's one little thing, but it means so much to us and it helps us out in such a huge way. So we really, really appreciate it. Thank you guys for that. And um, with that, I want to I wanna start winding down here. Let's go down to the home stretch. It is, you know, we are the overnight shift here with uh, Gustavo and Edwin. That's right. On Sol 95.7. You know, whatever it is. Is that our radio station? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Limon 95.7. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, okay, so I want to do, uh, I want to I wanna go through a couple of things here quickly. Uh, there was an awards. That happened. We finally uh-huh. had something that hadn't happened in 10 years. For the last 10 years, the yeah. Ballon d'Or winner in soccer went to either Messi or Cristiano Ronaldo. For That's the last right. 10 years. Who was the last guy before them to win the Ballon d'Or? Kaká. Kaká. There you go. Last yep. guy. was 2008. That was 10 years ago. Yeah. And, well, the streak is over. We have a new one. It's Unfortunately, uh-huh. it's not from a team you like. It's from Real Madrid. It's okay. But uh, like, Luka Modric. I like Luka. Luka, hell of a baller. Yeah. Um, he wins the Ballon d'Or, deservedly so. They won Champions League. You know, he had a hell of a run in the in the final. In the World Cup. In the World Cup. Although, if you're looking at those credentials, uh-huh. you can make a strong case for Antoine Griezmann. Yeah. He won uh, Europa. Didn't yeah. win Champions yeah. League. They got eliminated Europa. from Champions League, but he got his team to it. Yeah. Had a further run in the World Cup. Actually won the World Cup, you know. Uh-huh. Um, he is. But was was he the reason that France made it so far? They had, France had a stacked team. Was Luka Modric the reason that they yeah. got so far? They had yeah. a stacked team too. They had a stacked uh, team as well. As, not as stacked as yeah. France. Kovacic, Matt, uh, your your Rakitic, Rakitic, They had yeah. a lot of guys. Ivan Perisic. Everyone's an itch. Everybody's got a little itch. Scratch. Got itch. They need some ointment over there. Yeah, in they Croatia. need some ointment. Yeah. 
<laughs> but uh, I mean, Luka Modric is a great baller, but you know, I th- I think you can make a fair comparison that both him and Griezmann should have won. And if you look mm-hmm. at Merritt, I mean, are you weighing that Champions League over the was Europa it? League more than this guy's World Cup over a runner-up finish? Yeah, you know, I mean, was was uh wait was Griezmann top five? Griezmann was number three. Oh, there you go. He was number three, I believe. Number two was oh shit, I can't. It remember. was Ronaldo. Was it? Yeah. Yeah? yeah, it was Ronaldo too, and then and I don't know who four was. I know Messi was number five. Yeah, something like that. I don't remember who number Me- four Messi was. had another Mbappe, strong season, something like that. Yeah, so Me- anyway. uh, Messi did have a strong season. What, what surprises me, like statistically statist- strong, statistically strong, and Barcelona lost one La Liga game yeah. that season. Sons one of bitches, man. That's crazy. They tied when I go to Barcelona. See yeah, fuckers. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, but anyway, good for good for Luca. You yeah. know, um, and then we had some other soccer news going around the uh, going around the globe here. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Locally here in the U.S. of A., the uh, United uh, Men's National Team named some guy from Columbus as the coach. Yeah, <laughs> Greg uh, Bearhalter. Man, fuck, bro. Dude, I I don't understand. Yeah. Where the fuck are we going with this shit? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm like this. This this hire makes me angry. Me too. This uh, in in. No offense to the guy. He could be a great guy, you know? I, like, I, uh, I'm going to use a reference, uh, um, a very relative reference right now. Yeah. Uh, George H.W. Bush passed away, mm-hmm. right? And when he was voted out of office and Clinton took over, he left Clinton a note, and he says, your success is now our success. Good luck, something like that. Mm-hmm. And that's how I feel towards this guy. But damn it, who the fuck is this guy, bro? Oh, this guy. Like, is... who is he? Why would they hire this nobody? Bro, this is this is a hard one to swallow, bro. And there's when there's guys like uh, Tata Martino who just got he got hired to for Mexico, I believe, for Mexico, who's our rival. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's... He's a great coach. Pep Guardiola is out there saying that he wants to coach a national team eventually. Yeah, and man. come on, bro, throw all the money at Pep Guardiola, all of it. All of it, all bro. of it, damn it. Give him Pulisic too, bro. Send him to the Spanish team. I mean, <laughs> if it means <laughs> that, that we get Pep, yeah, yeah, <laughs> for real, dude. Um, it's just, dude, it it really is tough to to stomach this level of acceptance when it comes, and bro, we still got. I don't okay. I don't know when the Gold Cup is or when the next USA tournament is that we need to hire somebody right away. Yeah, but this just seems like not the right fit. Not you know, dude. you had uh, they just roll with the with the interim guy that we had for now. Klinsman, you know, you know, they didn't. I, I, I still feel like Klinsman didn't get a fair shake. Oh, you know? yeah, me too, for sure. I, I, I thought that you he know, would have qualified. He would have qualified. He would have qualified. He didn't get a fair shake. But we needed somebody. If you didn't like Klinsman, we needed somebody of some stature, not somebody from. No offense, uh, just Columbus, man. Like seriously, yeah, like. Are they like it? Maybe if like Columbus is coming off like three straight championships or something, exactly. You know? Like okay, all right. Well, they won MLS three times. Maybe he knows what he's doing there. But yeah. no, dude. Like he did. That team's on the verge of, of moving. Mm-hmm. You know, and now I mean they 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 you know it's a, Columbus crew is a good team. They yeah. make it to the playoffs. They play in the finals sometimes. Yeah, man, yeah. You know what I mean? But still, they're not like it's not like this guy turned Columbus into a powerhouse. You know, we should do a poll. Just put. Do you know who? You know, what's this guy's name again? Greg Bearhalter. Bearhalter. Do you know who Greg Bearhalter is? And just put yes or no. And oh, let's yeah. see what people say. Don't put any context, anything else. Just put that and see what people say. And put it in like on our IG story and see what people click on. Well, we'll share the results this week. Um, oh, no, no. We should do. Yeah. <laughs> new U.S. men's national team coach, new Green Bay Packers coach, or um, new Ohio State coach. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. We could, we could have some fun with it. Yeah. But, yeah, this guy, the hire, it's such a disappointment. It really is. 
But anyway, that's USA uh, soccer. That's what we get to expect. You know, we went from Bruce Arena to something even worse. You know, uh, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Um, in other soccer, U.S. related, uh, kind of, uh, Chelsea made their first official bid and inquiry on Christian Pulisic. Really? Yeah, man. Oh. And you know me, I'm a Chelsea guy and I'm a big yeah. fan. And obviously, I'm a U.S. Uh, USA fan, so I like Pulisic. Uh-huh. And I was excited initially from hearing about this. I was like, oh, man, yeah, I would love this, though. You know, I'll get that jersey. Hell yeah, bro, you were sick. <laughs> and uh, what the fuck was that? Go ahead. Okay. And uh, just make a little note. Yeah. Anyway, and uh, I was really excited about um, about this at first, but then somebody in the group there said something, and it kind of made me think, Gus. Uh-huh. Do you think we would be feeling the same way um, as fans about this if he, Christian Pulisic, was not uh, an American kid? What do you mean? Like, if he was just some kid from, you know, Croatia or something like that. Oh, like, if... if um do you What's think we Chelsea give fans Chelsea fans are giving him a fair shake or they, I, they I don't felt want like him? I, I I initially when I heard the news and I saw the post there I was like oh yeah this is great but then I saw some resentment like some people were like no dude like we're only hype up like and I hadn't thought about it like uh-huh. that because I'm such a fan of USA and they were mentioning it like yo like this kid is really good but he's also like good because he's USA you know what I mean? And this is kind of like what I've said in the past. Yeah. Where where would Pulisic really rank if he wasn't American, if he was coming up in some of these other countries' systems? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, do we give this kid more hype because he's American and he's just the best kid in a really weak pool of players compared to other other places? Now, he has put up performance and in, in, in he's mm-hmm. played well, but he doesn't even start in Dortmund. Yeah. You know? So sometimes I'm like, man, I wonder if... I mean, all right, he doesn't start... In uh, the best team in the Bundesliga right now, yeah, you know what I mean. I okay, get, I know, I know. But but he, but when he plays, yeah. bro, every, I feel like every single time he plays, he's assisting or he's got like a, a great play with a shot, with a nice shot on goal, yeah. something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But man, I, I think we'll he's, see. I, I, think just, he's I just hope he doesn't go. If if Chelsea does follow through on this one, I hope Chelsea doesn't overpay and then the guy never even cracks a starting lineup. And mm-hmm. you know we have a situation like we've seen many times. Yeah. And I hope this isn't just to grab American fans because Chelsea maybe is trying to, you know, invade yeah. the market over here by signing. Because imagine, bro, Chelsea fandom would go through. And, and think about it. As a strategic PR move and uh-huh. and marketing move from Chelsea, this is smart. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, you for grab sure. how many most- How many uh, um, uh, Dortmund jerseys have sold in the United States? Oh, for sure. You know I got one. I have a Pulisic there Dortmund you jersey. You I know want what I mean? one. Um, but imagine if you get a if this is now all of a sudden that Chelsea market share is going to go up big in USA, especially because uh, Premier League is so huge in the United States yeah, compared man. to yeah, because you have more access to it. Yeah. yeah, so this is potentially a, a great marketing boom. And yeah. for me, if you put but they would, on they, the, have, they, would, they would have to play him. You can't sit him on the bench and expect well, that American thing. fans are going to be on board with that. If you play him and he sucks, you know it's a big risk. If he well, doesn't keep, if he doesn't match they, up. They, maybe they know something we don't. Maybe I, they know I, that I he's trust, awesome. Yeah, no, yeah. I trust. I trust. Now, another uh, soccer news, Copa Libertadores, this whole crazy shit that's been going on, bro. Dude, those Che fans are crazy, dog. <laughs> so, yo, bro, those blues are nuts, man. Yo. So, who was it that attacked the bus? It wasn't even the fans of River, right? It was no, the Boca okay. bus was attacked, but the it was Boca attacked Bo- by the fans from another team. Was I it, it, wasn't, it wasn't River fans? I know <laughs> that um, police had to throw tear gas to sort of, like, disperse the riot that was going on. Yeah. 
and the Boca players got the brunt of some of that. Yeah, dude. And they were burned by the tear gas. Dude, they had, the they had windows to cancel were the game. Smash, bro. Yeah. Oh man, that's like legit. Mm-hmm, you don't see mm-hmm. that shit at Yankees Red Sox or Duke North Carolina. No, no man. That's and legit. I was talking about this um, to uh, to my boy Caesar from uh-huh. from uh, Vice City Boys eighteen ninety six. Yeah, I was gonna give him a shout out now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to those guys. We we're talking about that how you know they want to they want to build up uh, the supporters group to be you know like drums, fun, rowdy kind of shit. Yeah. But then they said they got some guys <laughs> that are new to the country from like South America and stuff, uh-huh. and that they got out. They've had to tell to tell those guys, hey man. We're not going to get violent. <laughs> bring it down a second. Yeah, it's yeah, not, it it's down, not that know? type of scene. It's the United States. We don't, you know, we, we, we don't we fight have a good with time, people. We, we don't wanna... fight physically. <laughs> but, yeah, and speaking of the, these the what is it, Vice City Boys? Uh-huh. And that's what they call it, Vice City 1896, I yeah. believe is the name of the, the group. I like it. I haven't met the guy. I know you did. And they gave us this really cool magnet that we got here, some T-shirts for yeah. Inter-Miami. I'm excited. They're hosting a watch party on Saturday. On Saturday at uh, what's it is a Tank Brewery? At Tank Brewery, it's on it's on 72nd Avenue mm-hmm. Northwest, in between 36th Street and whatever, like 54th Street or something. Yeah, like that. something like yeah. that. But um, but yeah, they're gonna be out there. It should be a good time. We're gonna try to make it out there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I like it. I feel like. I haven't met the guys, but what I've seen online, their presence, it's, it's what I was looking for. Yeah. It's not like those other guys that delete your <laughs> tweets and stuff and then, you know, ban you from their uh, Twitter account. Yeah. I feel like these guys are more in in line with what uh, with what I want out of yeah. a supporters group, you know, yep. which is some accountability. No, I got a great vibe from this guy, man. Yeah, and so apparently, he showed me a video of uh, they did an event where the local River fans uh, which is not far from where we record, actually. It's it's off I ninety five and like seventy third. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, under the underpass, there's uh like an oh, indoor soccer. soccer field. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the mon- uh, what do they call it? The uh, stadium, soccer stadium. They call it Estadio. Estadio, yeah. yeah and they yeah, have yeah. the the different fields look like different stadiums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they had I uh, played at the Chelsea one. They had oh yeah yeah nice. So they had uh, an event there and they they all everybody they brought out all their Inter Miami flags and shit. It was awesome. The nice, video, I'll, I'll show you the video when we're done. But all right, yeah, it's pretty cool. Hopefully, we'll we'll, we'll link up with them soon. Yeah, because that looks like a lot of fun. No, we'll now, be there uh, Saturday. Yeah. Now, uh, wrapping up the show here, I want to give some props. Some props. Let me pull up my my statistical props here. All right. Uh oh. First off, guy. Uh, sh- this is something I came across on the internet. Uh huh. And I, sh- I should have brought this up earlier. You know, you remember a while ago, a long time ago, we used to do like Urban Dictionary, yeah. And I would read out a weird word and stuff like that. I came across a spectacular word this week that I want to use and I want to share it with you. Fucktangular. 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 Okay. All right. It's an informal essay to describe a situation that is complicated and messy in multiple unpleasant and difficult ways. Fucktangular, bro. Mm. You know, I feel like that's such a beautiful word to use. Oh, I don't know. It doesn't give me because it's not even on Urban Dictionary yet. This is like. This is the good shit right here, bro. I want bro. you to use it in a sentence. This is no. like, bro, yo, shit at work has gotten so fucktacularly fucktangular <laughs> <laughs> that I don't even know which way I'm going or if I even have a job tomorrow. Um, I think that's the best way to, to describe it. Nice. Um, so, But yeah, this word is so hot right now, it's not even mm-hmm. on Urban Dictionary. All so right. there you be go. the first one to use that. That is a very good one. Um, and what is this one? I came across another one. Omni Shambles. A situation that is comprehensively <laughs> mismanaged, characterized by a string of blunders and miscalculations. Anyone with five minutes to spare, a math jizzy, a calculator could have avo- could averted the entire 
Omni shambles by checking out the civil servant's sons. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. That was the the sentence was a little long winded, but anyway. Um, but no, I, I I was bringing that up because I did want to talk about one last thing, and I wanted to I want to bring our show down in the home stretch here with uh, showing our love to the one and only. Yes. Florida Panthers. Oh, the Florida Panthers. Get on the cat wagon right now, bro. Let's do it. Let's finish up the show here with some cat wagon. Our boys tonight. Rocked it, bro. Slapped it. Yep. Slapped a bear in the face. That's right. Bruins came into town and said, shut up. Slapped a bear in the face. You ever slapped a bear in the face? Yeah. You have? No. No? None <laughs> of us have. You know why? Because we're not as cool as these guys. But you know who did? Cat Daddy today, bro. Yeah, he yeah. Scored, you know what Cat Daddy did? He three scored goals. the five. He had three? I don't know. Oh, no, no. He scored the 5,000th regular season goal in franchise history oh, for the Panthers. Oh, shit. Nice. How about that? Nice. The Cat Daddy. Dadanov. How many goals did he have today? Uh, I don't know what the final stats are. I got to pull that up. Um, let me see if I can get that over here. While, or I'll load that up while yeah. this, um, while this that guy, comes That guy's up. awesome, though, man. But, yeah, no, he's been great. Matt Hoff, Mike Hoffman has been um, phenomenal for us as well. Yeah. But uh, but tonight, okay, here we go. I got the uh, stats. Let's look at this box score here. Who's got the most? I think uh, I know Hoffman scored the first one while we were watching that before the show started today. And let's see here. Yeah, Hoffman uh-huh. got two. Huberto got one. Dadanoff with the other. And then uh, Matheson. Mike Matheson got the fifth goal. Oh, right. uh, I don't know who, what order they got it in, but those are the five uh, goals. Now, the other impressive thing, the uh, Panthers uh, win. They win tonight. They win after losing a heartbreaker the last game. A five to four loss when oh. they were up four one. That was terrible. Very very difficult and and it's a tale and and here's and this is what I wanted to get at. Um, tonight was the return of Roberto. Roberto, it's me, your daddy, Roberto. <laughs> Luongo came back and uh, he got his seventy seventh career shutout today. Damn. Ninth all time. All right. And I and. Gus, you and I were talking. I don't know if was it was I talking with you about this? I believe it yes. was you or I was talking to Gabe about it. Um You're talking to me. Was it about the mental capacity? Yeah. Okay. So I think it's I came you know, I was thinking about this because I after last the last game that they played against uh shit, what was the last game? Um <laughs> the the blown the it was the Tampa. They Yeah, yeah, the blown okay, the Tampa game. I go down into the locker room, you know, to get their little Player uh, post game locker room conference whatever uh-huh. you know they're talking and bro I was taking I was taking a taking a back by something I saw which was James Reimer usually by the time we get down into the thing they're already out of their pads they're changing yeah they've had their briefing or whatever James Reimer was sitting in front of his locker knee big knee pads still on and everything hands across his his lap just leaning over. And just looked so defeated. Wasn't speaking to anybody. It wasn't up for to talk to reporters. And was just there. Like, you can see him consumed in his own thought. Yeah. And it was so depressing to see. It really was. Like, you know, we talk a lot of shit about players. And, you know, like, yeah, Tano, you're a bum, you know. Yeah. Yeah, Cam Newton, you're a phony today. You know, you uh-huh. threw all those interceptions. <laughs> you know, what the hell? You cost my fantasy team some points, Staints. Um, but... Very rarely does the public 
or the media in our case uh, get to see or the media gets to see it a little more but you get to see the human side of some of these athletes bro the mental yeah. pressures that these guys go through and looking at Reimer sitting there I felt bad for the guy you know he was up 4-1 yeah and it might not, it wasn't even his fault that they tied the game it was a loose puck that bounced off his defender and went in he was really trying it's not like he's not trying yeah but it goes into overtime. There's a bad penalty that gives them an extra man. And we were down to four on two, you know, or four. Was it four, four on three. three? You know, so it it wasn't in his favor, and we lose the game. But then everybody's gonna talk about how we lost it, mm-hmm. and it's because of the goalie. Because the goalie's the last line of defense, and ultimately, you know, puck gets by him. That's how they get points, and that's how they beat you. Yeah. Um. But man, it was just tough to to see this guy there, grown man, just looking mm-hmm. so defeated. And but like you know, you even though that last loss might not have been his fault, mm-hmm. you know, there was still three goals before the other ones. Yeah, no, for and sure. And if you look at the games that have been played with Luongo and the games that have been played with Reimer, yeah. you can see the win loss column is a lot different. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And that, and that's what I was getting. I was getting to that. And the other thing is, there's and he, and here's what I really started thinking. I was trying to find like a comparison because also we were taking Gabe, uh, our our Marlins writer. He's uh. I, we're trying to get him into some hockey. Uh-huh. So I was explaining to I was trying to make comparisons of him. And I and the comparison I came up with, which is that a goalie in hockey, to me, is very comparable to a, a closer in baseball. You're yeah. you're treating the whole game like it's the ninth inning. Every goal is valuable. You can't give up a run, you know? You can't give up any of that stuff. And the mentality of a closer is very fragile. It's very fragile. It's not like a starting pitcher who goes in, you know. Clayton Kershaw can go up and give up, you know, home run in the first inning and one in the second inning and still win the game four to two. Yeah. Those being the only two runs a game and still and you can still look back and say, hey, he had a great game. You know, Kershaw was a beast. Yeah. But in hockey, it's like a closer. If, if a closer comes in, if Kenley Jansen of the Dodgers goes into the game and he gives up a home run in the ninth and they tie it or they're losing. The pressure's on. He's he's not gonna stick around. And like I th- yeah, like if a closer has a one ERA, that's, yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah, <laughs> that means he's giving up a run every every Ex- time he goes in. Exactly. Well, yeah. Um, and it's it's tough, you know, because his. I was just looking at it, and it's the mental fr- fragility of of these athletes, and I feel like that's what's hurt Reimer because last year when we started this year of the lemon, at one point Reimer was like ten and one as goalie, yeah, and as a starter for the for the Panthers, yeah, you know. So when you're winning and your mental uh, state and your mental sharpness is on point, like it was last season, you know he's capable of doing things. You know he's capable of winning you games, but when you start struggling. And you start having this, uh, you know, this bad run of form. It affects you so much mentally that you start. You're not as sharp when you're doing the things that are, excuse me, that are expected of you. And one of those things being his, you know, anticipation. I felt like his anticipation during this whole skid has been really, really bad. And talking to some of the guys up in the box and 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 in post game and everything, if that's kind of like the common theme, you know, that the anticipation is not there. And that's what's causing these goals to go in. So I, I just I felt for the guy. And of course, what happens tonight? Luongo comes back and he was Mariano Rivera. Yeah. Throws a shutout. Yeah. You man. know? <laughs> they get the goals, he holds it down, no sweat. You know what I mean? And it's it's incredible the the mental stability of these players, you know. And it, yeah. to me, it just took me away. And I think that's been the one key thing to this Panthers like rough start this season um looking at their records right now they're 11 10 and 5 yeah and you know how many games has Luongo missed he's missed a, a lot good he's amount. missed more yeah. than half the games this season yeah. 
You know, Reimer's been the full time. And when you get on a bad little skid like this, you see the fragility of the athlete. You see the fragility of the goaltending mm-hmm. and how it affects everybody. You know, and it's just he's got to he's he's got to get back to where he's having fun out there. You yeah, know he's I mean? not having fun. Poor yeah. guy, bro. Yeah. You know, and I feel for him. I don't feel for Tannehill, but I feel for him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not going to have that vulnerability for the other guys. But for this guy, I really do. And tonight, hey, Panthers, four goals in the second period, man. They are a Ooh. second period machine. That's where they really do their 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 clicking, but it's it's the third period where we've struggled all yeah. season. You know, it's closing out these games. I, I I've um we were talking about it, and we talk about it after the games. We've mentioned it in our writing as well. The this team, I don't know what's more frustrating: not being able to to pull away and put these games away in the second period when you're up four one, when you're mm-hmm. up four nothing, and just put it away and that's it, or you know blowing these leads and then getting late in the game and then blowing the whole game. You know, because it's not like, oh, we're up 4-1, and then, you know, they tie it, and then, oh, we won it in overtime, but we blew the lead. No, no, no. It's we blew the lead, and then we're losing the game. You exactly. Know? It's way too much of that, and it's it's ultimately just, yeah, ugh, it's nerve-wracking, man. I, I man. just It's really, really, uh, it's tough to watch, but props. It's like, like every game that the Panthers blow these leads, it's yeah. like um, it's like blowing a 3-1 lead in the World Series or yeah, something bro. like that. Yeah, like, bro. It's tough, bro. It's, it really is. It's tough yeah. to watch. It's tough to stomach. But Luongo's back. Shout out tonight. Yeah. 5-0. and Hopefully he can stay healthy, man. He's got to stay healthy. He's old, bro. Hopefully. But that's also another thing. That's We're a relying problem. on a guy who's old, bro. Yeah. Like, we don't have anyone coming up that we can, you know, entrust with this. And it's 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 difficult. Um, Hopefully they find that new uh, future goalkeeper somewhere, you know, maybe this season. Maybe they draft a guy or yeah, bro. sign somebody from somewhere else. Yeah, let's see. Next game, next home game is – oh, where is it? Uh, Van Beesbrook ain't walking through those doors, Edwin. Yeah, bro, for real. <laughs> I mean, I'm walking through those doors with the Van Beesbrook jersey, but, you know, that's about the extent of it. Um, let's see. Next uh, next game for the uh, for our cats and the cat daddy. Uh, we're looking at Thursday. They're hosting Colorado at 7. Yeah. Get your tickets. And then they're wrapping up this eight-game homestand, Okay. Which so far up until now they've alternated wins. They got three wins and three losses. Starting Look. off with the Chicago loss in overtime. It's been win loss win loss. And there's and they've played six games of this homestand. Four of them have gone into overtime. That's, okay, that's, they've won two and lost two. So it's again, it's just it's yeah, it's tough, bro. It's tough. Yeah. So we got Colorado on Thursday and the Rangers on Saturday. So definitely uh, nice. check that out. Should be uh, there's tickets are still available. Hopefully they win both of those games, so it could look like a nice homestand. You know, yeah, I mean? man. Five finish, wins, finish strong, losses, finish strong. Hopefully now with Luongo, you're 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 gonna see that. So uh, that's what's going on for the Panthers. Uh, we'll be out there soon. Go check it out. Yep. And then um, this Sunday we got Patriots. Sunday we got Patriots, man. You know, we got a lot of stuff going on, but but I think uh, I think we're good for today. We appreciate the guys that stuck with us on Facebook Live. We had a little technical issue. Uh, during the middle, we'll get it fixed. We'll be uh, up and running again next week. No problem. We'll do it a little better. Yep. But uh, for those of you uh, listening to the show, we would like to thank you for listening to the evening. Listen, what do we call <laughs> it? The, the the overnight shift. The, the overnight sh- yeah. overnight shift with Gustavo and Edwin, Putinho and producer. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's terrible. But give me a little Kiko, man, to send us off home, beers. Give me a little Kiko here again. How was it, Kiko? Did you have a good time today? What did you think of today's show? I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit, hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's what I thought, too. Man. I thought we had a good show. We bounced back nicely. But, Gus, I want to thank you again for not letting me touch the keyboard. Yep. Um, You're an asshole. I let you touch the keyboard last week. Yeah, well. It's good enough. 
That's true. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. All right. But thank you for that. Thank you for everybody listening. We'll see you next week. Gus, any uh, last words? I love you guys. I love you too. Let's see live every Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Records played on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Lemon City. La, 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 live.